0: pop
1: i did just notice the p is a pop you know that's a pop
0: pop pop pop
1: pop um yeah that's probably one of our worst intros but this is the what are you watching podcast the world's number one podcast in all categories um even health and wellness and to check off that health and wellness box. Hope everyone's having a great, happy, and healthy week. Um, I'm Danny the Wine Man. This is Hunter the Consumer, <laughs> and he is jiggling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to do that old, uh, remember that TikTok, and it's like all the emo kids under uh, under the overpass going like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: you know, with the beatbox.
0: Yeah, you know, like they're all going crazy. Like there's a couple people with the long hair. The one guy's got like the leather BDSM mask on. You know, they're all just hitting it. It's like, I call it the the goth Charlie Brown dance. Cause you know, when Charlie Brown, right? To go, dun, 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 you know, they're all doing them. But like right. the emo thing is like, dun, 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 dun. they
1: each have their own dun. little move. They keep doing it. Yeah. That's an iconic yeah, that's video. Niche. It is.
0: It is. It is.
1: Um, so that also checks off the music box. Um, we're now the number one podcast in music cause we're talking about emo goth people. Thank um, you. Shall we get to the episode?
0: You know what, Dan? As <laughs> the also famous Dan says, Let's kick it.
1: Let's kick it. (laughs) We are tonight's entertainment.
2: I'm not going to stop the
0: wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass.
1: I'm all out of bubble. Oh. All right. This is an episode of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving us five stars. Thank you for liking mm-hmm. our Instagram mm-hmm. and our Twitter. Donations, wire transfers. Yes, and thank you for donating.
0: For using our uh, our coupon codes on various websites, Cheddar Squares, Grace WebPants. Mm-hmm. you guys have just—I mean—the sales yeah. are what through the roof. I think they told us what they're two hundred percent of quota for the month.
1: Yeah, and you know, like you guys are only getting ten percent off with our coupons, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're really just knocking off dollars, maybe a, maybe maybe two dollars, maybe three. Um, but all of that unless money comes- you buy in bulk, unless you mm-hmm. buy in
0: bulk, they have the they have the four for the four offer. You get four for like whatever
1: it is. We're working on that Sam's Club deal as well. Um, just mm-hmm. strictly for wholesale purposes. Yes. Um yeah, but shout out to all the fans who are listening. Um
0: happy March sixth. Yeah. Happy Monday, March sixth. <laughs> we have a great episode for you. That's what
1: I was trying so hard to get to that today's yeah. Monday. Um, I was trying so hard to it's remember right. that today's Monday, March sixth, yeah. not Wednesday, it's, March eighth at that's eleven. That's Mondays, PM. man. That's Mondays. <laughs> the Monday blues, huh? You think it's you two know, days ahead.
0: You know, and and here's something for the fans too. If you watch Dan, I mean, there's just some some Mondays where you can be recording a podcast, you could be working, I don't really know, but it just makes you at some point want to change clothes and change locations, right? That, it just makes you want to yes. just move around.
1: That is the best part about this episode is I'm currently in a whole new place in a whole new shirt, um, but that's the magic of the podcast. You have no clue. You're just listening. See,
0: yeah. You have no clue unless magic. you're watching the clips and you won't know from the clips, but what I like to do, let's say hypothetically, this episode was recorded two different days in two different areas. I always like to put on the same outfits as I was wearing during the first half as the second <laughs> half to keep the congruency, you yes. know, but, but maybe I should start changing clothes because then it seems like we have more episodes and more clips. You know what I mean? Cause then they're like, Oh, wow. well he's wearing an orange shirt
1: there. Yes. Even though it's, it's the same episode, they're like, they have bigger. content.
0: They have content. Yeah.
1: So you're you're right both times, which is cheers to you. Um yeah. continuity is important, but we're 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 all about a brand. Shout out to that South Park episode. We need to maintain the brand that we make a lot of episodes, that we're we're worldwide, that we're all over the place. Yeah. Um Yeah.
0: It's like which, Mr. Beast has Beast burgers. We're gonna have like duck <laughs> <laughs> Danny's Dutch babies, you know, I don't know.
1: I mean the most simple ones, Dan's donuts, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's no. What are, it's a, our, no,
0: our restaurant's called What Are You Eating?
1: I like TM. that. TM. I like that. You know how they do like half KFC, half Taco Bell? Of course, it's, it's half Dan's Donuts, half Hunter's Hams. So oh. just we sell honey baked <laughs> hams, like the full glazed ones with the oh. pineapple eyes. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. fresh glazed donuts.
0: The rum ham. <laughs>
1: but the you know you get the red side, you get the blue side, you get a totally different clientele. Like people who are buying Hunter's Hams are. They're long John Silver customers.
0: Yes, they they like the popcorn shrimp, but then when you get fries, when you're getting KFC on the other half, they still kind of taste a little fishy.
1: Um, Yeah, the splits are, it's not, it's a good business model, but it's not great. It's not, it's definitely not the most. No. Some things are definitely crossing.
0: Um, tangent here, but when you said the pineapple with the, or the, the, ha- the glazed ham with the pineapple eyes, you know,
1: yeah, rum obviously
0: ham. every time, right? I mean, every time it's rum ham and that redirected me to a story we had earlier today at work where it, it's not really that funny. It's just funny in my head. Maybe it's funny to to the consumers here as well. My baby consumers, cause I'm the big, ba- I'm Papa consumer, the, the baby consumers mm. that listen to the podcast.
1: They suck on your, you have all those under nipples. You're like a cat. Uh, and they, <laughs> oh. They consume from they you. Come they come me. They get their pout. Yeah. They come under me. Uh-huh. You know,
0: they they latch up. They uh-huh. latch up. Um, Rumham, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. So today, we're a couple of people were thinking, oh, we, you know, we should have like a work team building event in like a month or a month and a half. Like, do you want to do paintball or whatever, go-karting? And someone was like, let's do an escape room. And I'm like, yeah, the escape. I've never done one before. That sounds fun. And then immediately I just look up and I'm like, Oh, an escape room. And I turn to my buddy that also watches it's always sunny. And I'm like, You remember the you remember the escape room episode is always sunny? And he looks at me and he goes, I'm the head cow. I'm yeah. grazing. And the head he's cow's always the And they're like, and they're all slapping the table. They're like, I think we're all in agreement that you shall present the lock and we shall present the key. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, <laughs> but we're the head cow about- is always grazing.
1: Wait, is Am I thinking of a different episode where Dennis goes, "Clever girl"?
0: No, that's it because yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, because
0: they're doing it. They're doing it in like the the living room of their apartment and like the bedrooms. But Dennis's bedroom,
1: right? It's like D all walked, walked in up. there
0: and, and it's soundproof. And that's when she comes out of the window.
1: Yes, and he goes, "Clever girl." Yeah, he goes. He looks at her.
0: He sees her out the window, like help. And he looks and he goes, "Clever girl." You know. <laughs>
1: that's a you know great work story um your work story is i think you've you've probably hit five now
0: yeah i like that number i feel like every second or third podcast there's probably a good one that happened that day Uh,
1: you know i don't have any quite yet um but i do have a story from today um so as you can see i'm in a new new new, uh new place um and as i was
0: looks really no never mind mm, all right keep going
1: yeah yeah (laughs) Anyway, uh, <laughs> that shirt sure uh,
0: looks tight on you, Dan. Yeah, that's all
1: I'm saying. <laughs> the way I'm lounging, too, right now, it's <laughs> you know, you can't record a podcast lounging like this. It's,
0: We're opinionated, okay, on this pod. You can draw your own conclusions.
1: Um, so I was walking to get on the city bike to bike over here, um, quick ride, and I was like, make sure I have everything, make sure I have everything, and I'm like, good, good, good. First step outside the apartment, maybe like 10 steps away. I'm like, ah, my charger. Can't forget my laptop charger. We're recording a podcast episode. So call Lily, turn around. It's like, I got to go back to her apartment. It's like, I'm coming back up to get my charger. Okay. I mean, I say, Lily, I make that turn. I take my first step. I mean, I just felt the mush. I just felt the, you know, your when you foot, you know, you pat, pat. I just felt the slide mush. It's I was like, I'll be right up. And then, you know, a little bit, one of these, and it's just... Ah, not dog shit again. That's uh, my and I wanna say this, I have on cloud shoes which are like, you know, adult Zig techs. So this is the second time I've stepped in shit in this city. It's
0: fucking wedged in. Oh you gotta my get god. A, a golf tee, you know, like the classic I, uh I have to your, use
1: floss picks.
0: I, I'm thinking more like ninth grade, you're wearing cleats and it's really muddy and you're sitting there and you're like You know, with Mm. the the mechanical pencil just getting in the cracks, you know? For no No, reason, post-practice.
1: No, you're 100% right, but here's the difference. It's dog shit.
0: Oh, in the concrete concrete jungle, on the
1: sidewalk. So, I'm doing my best, and I also didn't have the Wi-Fi password for where I was, and I was scrambling, but I cleaned my shoes, but the smell of dog poop never leaves you until you take a long, long, hot shower. So, that's on tap, Um, but I do want to say... I. Did step in dog shit, but it was for the podcast because it was for the charger.
0: Yes. And <laughs> if that does, okay, you know what? Let's, let's really blow this up. I want to spin the director of propaganda, minister of propaganda. I want that to really spin. We will do anything to get you guys content. We right. will do anything. Dog, dog shit. It doesn't matter. Right. The list, dog shit, dog, man shit. versus food challenge, Crop tops walking around New York City looking like Nick Swartz and Reno 911. Like we will do whatever we need to do to bring content to you.
1: You know what? I, I was actually thinking about thinking about it, content today. And like, you know, our podcast is is the most fun for us to do. It's the bread and butter. But I love we love when people engage, right? That's what makes this all so much fun. We all I when Charlie Staples tweeted at us and said Wire us money, that made my day. That's all we they, need. Like So maybe we working on our brand, huh? We're working on a brand, maybe we need to diversify our portfolio of how we're getting content out there. Maybe it's not just clips. And we did talk about that, and I will now drop the huge news. <laughs> not not big news at all. I'm like, well, um, oh,
0: what yeah. did I miss this time?
1: Monday, Monday movie recommendations. And Thursday streaming pick of the week. Um, we'll yeah, be, re- we'll been, be recording we, ourselves. Yep. Sent, we're mm-hmm. working on the name. It's all, it's all a working <laughs> <Yeah>. process.
0: <laughs> um, oh yeah!
1: Oh yeah! We'll be recording ourselves, and people are always me included. What do I watch? I don't know what to put on tonight. And, me and I, I get
0: I get five texts a week. What should I watch tonight? I go, and soon i will be like, check out. What are you watching Thursday? thursday recommendations
1: yeah we're gonna be full tiktok boys where it's like oh jason siegel and harrison ford now on apple tv plus right show looks amazing so we'll be doing that sort of jazz and i i think that will be good for our fans i think mm-hmm. they'll be good for our fans
0: yeah right i mean bite-sized bunch of different bunch of different bits of media you're gonna be able to get for whatever you want movie reviews movie recommendations shitty movie reviews other funny things. We have to probably do the hotline one of these days again. Maybe next week. Uh, the hotline week.
1: will be back. The hotline will be back soon. Good. Um, good. Yeah, say, I I'm think... saying
0: good. Like I didn't know that. Obviously, I knew that because this is we're, This is a co podcast. But good. I'm saying good for. The, I'm sure the. What I meant. What I meant. Is that the the consumers of this podcast, as you say it, and they went good.
1: Good. I don't think people understand how organized we really are. To a T. Like I think when our special we, guest, we play epi- fools, we play yes. fools. So we have a special guest this episode. We'll be reviewing All Quiet in the Western Front with Blake. Right, um, great episode
0: and- coming for you guys. A lot, right? We yes. haven't even told you guys what you're. Twelve minutes in here, <laughs> fans of the podcast, and you have no fucking idea what what this is. Like this, this, I don't know. This is this an SNL monologue?
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> uh I don't even remember. Oh, he came on and he was just impressed about how well, organized he's, coming really he's coming on. He's coming on. Yes, because it's Monday, March 6th, not Wednesday, March eighth, at eleven p.m. He's coming um, on later. Later. Anyway, he was. I think he's going to be impressed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something just tells me he's going to think we got a lot of shit going our way. Okay, that's <laughs> all I got to say.
1: Something fishy's happening in this episode. Um, but yeah, I slowly but surely the podcast has become much more unorganized. Yes and no. Um, yes and no. No, no. Yeah, our old episodes we used to be news. We used to be doing top five. We used to have it mapped out. Me and you just chop, 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 chop it up. We we. But we're also done, vets. We're vets.
0: <laughs> we've done a lot of one and done segments that were really supposed <laughs> to catch fire. <laughs> we we've done a lot of we've done a lot of different ones, and you know you know what really hurts us. So if you guys are angry at us for always switching it up, that's a fuck you because you don't engage. With right. the little bits we do, right. you know, whether that is this or that or top fives or for whatever we've done in the past, you don't engage. So we don't give a shit. You know, we're, we're trying to figure out the one that sticks.
1: Yeah. And speaking of one that's stuck, maybe mo- movie news in under a minute. Yes. And guess yeah, who didn't prepare for that? Me. Um, but I'm going to try to do it all off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> so- <laughs> okay. We, how bad do we think this is gonna go?
0: I think it can go pretty good. I think you're. I think you're quick.
1: I know, but I gotta pull all of this out of my ass.
0: Hmm. Well, right, let's see what I can do. Yeah, just try, just try.
1: Okay, I'll be going in twenty seconds, so I can go on the minute mark. So we gotta burn some time. You want me to just talk? Yeah, you talk.
0: Yeah. Um. I went to a happy hour yesterday. Ten seconds. It's-
1: um okay Uh how do you like the number counting down five four (laughs) all right here we go all right moving news under a minute uh travis kelsey hosted snl um seemed like a great episode our athletes are funny is was he funny football star i love him but i hate him because he's on the chiefs he was good did you watch any of the clips i did he was good good monologue good skits uh jason sudeikis says ted lasso is going to end at season three but he's saying spin-offs what's going on
0: Breaks my heart because I wanted it to go on forever, but I guess every good story has, has to end sometimes.
1: It seems like they're going to just bi- build off the universe. Um, it's the uh, Ted Lasso uh, universe. Expanded su- universe. Succession, season four, also the final season.
0: Uh, even more heartfelt than Ted Lasso. It's going to break my heart that it's over, but they're going to do it well, and I'm so excited.
1: Um, the Last of Us is coming up to the season finale, episode nine. How do we feel about the finale?
0: Penultimate episode. We're about to talk about this episode, and it was really good, and the finale is going to be crazy.
1: Uh, Pedro Pascal is coming on Hot Ones this week. Pedro Pascal is the king of TV. He really is. He is daddy. Mandalorian comes on. Uh, episode two just dropped in two days. <laughs>
0: uh, I just watched it. It sucks. Even though it's in two days, I saw it in the future. I have a contact in Hollywood.
1: All right. That was a minute.
0: Barry season four. Final season as well. Uh, April 16th. That's
1: that's what I wanted. That was the other final season. Gene Jean Cousinow. Gene Jean Cousinow. The,
0: the Batman number two starts filming November 16th as well.
1: Okay. The Little Mermaid, she, she's, she's Halle Berry, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, <laughs> Ursula. Oh my. <laughs> that was um, okay. good. That was yeah. good. Way Maybe to that work. Out. Thank sure. you.
0: Sure. Yeah, love it.
1: Um, all right. Shall we talk about... You just want to chat about Mandalorian real quick?
0: Yeah, we can talk. We do Mandalorian real
1: quick. It doesn't need to be a full bit, but... Two minutes, Mando, three minutes max. Mando season three debuted last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter got a sneak preview two days ahead of episode two. I'm connected. Uh, Unconnected. Uh, I said unconnected. You're connected. Um, Yeah, but so preface, we both loved Andor. Hunter's had, I don't know if the word's an issue, um, some underlying beef with Mandalorian from the jump. Every season that has come
0: out, I have gained more and more followers on a crusade to end the mandalorian i feel you like a, every do you have a backing i have a, i have a, I have a small crew i have a small cult that okay. have that i at work i'll spin it and they'll be like yo you're fucking right dude and i'm like yeah i know i am
1: i know you're, ga- I you're gaining political favor um, i am capital yeah i see what i like about mandalorian and we discussed this when we talked about andor right like It's so different than Andor. Andor is so dark and Mandalorian is clearly the family Star Wars show. But I like all the characters. I like the one off missions, Western feel to it. I like the big like a lot of puppets, a lot of just cool universe building. I don't know if I love the Mandalore story. It's a little confusing, I think. Mm -hmm. But in general, I think it's a fun I think it's a fun watch.
0: I'll say this. It's, it's not a bad show. It's just not for me Mm. outside of the fact that it's in the star Wars universe. And I'm a fangirl. Mm. I mean, you know what I want? We've been doing this podcast long enough and watching movies (laughs) long enough. I love seriousness and violence and good acting and whatever. And this just doesn't do it for me, but it's, it's not a bad show. It's really not. I mean, it is well done.
1: Yeah, there's no denying that it's well done. Um, like the like music- I will say S-
0: Star Wars Clone Wars, the cartoon and the Bad Batch, the cartoon are way more serious than, than the Mandalorian. And that, yeah. you know,
1: that's just saying something. I just got the most ridiculous text from Lily ever, but uh, so distracting. I can't, I can't, I can't put her on blast on what she just said. It's just
0: hand stock disposal. Help! You're
1: like, <laughs> what the fuck? Each help. Um, yeah, finger
0: no, but I- <laughs> gone. Bailey missing. What does that even mean?
1: <laughs> All cryptic. Um, there's no denying it's a good show, but I understand you saying it's not for you. I can totally get that. Um, but I do I, feel like it pays homage well to the old ones in terms of like its puppetry and monsters and yeah, and different characters of that nature. Um, yeah, that for I sure. enjoy
0: no doubt, no doubt it's just I mean it's good. I'm watching it. i'm I'm not gonna not keep watching it. you know i'm gonna I'm gonna watch every episode this season. and every every time I click on a new episode, for some reason, it's like an abusive boyfriend, stepfather, I don't know, girlfriend in this climate. I come into the episode every time sitting up like this, like this is going to be the episode that the whole show breaks open and I'm going to fall in love. And every time I'm like, never mind.
1: yeah, I, I think for you, it's something about the way they format it, where it seems like Mando's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. And like a little check Mark, little check Mark at the end of each mm-hmm. episode, but it's not, like a, it's not like stepping up to the finale. It's just like... Yeah, check, check. they just happen. That's but he what I hate. Slowly, just, it's, slowly, still, it's slowly getting there, but it's not one step it's, forward. It's like
0: one tiny piece of a ginormous puzzle is mm-hmm. every episode. And yeah. It's like you can't even put the puzzle pieces together until you're 10 episodes in. Doesn't matter. Mandalorian's back. We're excited for it. Yeah, Disney it's Plus. back. It's fun. Keep the Star Wars content coming. Right. It's
1: a Wednesday show. It's nice to have.
0: Side Um, note, they just canceled like the fifth Star Wars movie in the last six months. There's
1: no active greenlit Star Wars movies. Yeah,
0: I know. That's pretty Um, crazy.
1: It means they're really trying to get it right. Why not? They got all these shows going.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not. I mean, of course, I'm upset about it because I want the content. But I mean, if they're in the the midst of working on the next big, huge release and expansion, do it fucking right. Right, because they botched the last three. Totally, I don't need any carbon copy, cookie cutter bullshit. I mean, give me something
1: really new, you know. So glad they're taking this serious. Um, yeah, totally. Moving on to HBO though. HBO, The Last of Us, the penultimate episode. That's, a, that's a fun word to use. Penultimate, penultimate yeah, episode yeah, sure. it makes you feel so smart. And
0: every HBO, every decent HBO show. The real fans out there know the penultimate episode is Where Sparks Fly.
1: Right. Game of Thrones made that one famous. But episode, so there's nine episodes in The Last of Us. Um, Mm -hmm. Episode eight here, When We Are In Need, it was 9.4
0: on IMDb. It's a good score. Um, 50,000 voters. 200,000 voters were, 206,000 voters did uh, episode three, the one with Bill. And the next closest one was at 90,000. So a lot of people had a lot of words to say.
1: Yeah, that one caught some buzz, notoriety. Um, for sure, for sure. Love. All right, so episode eight. Um, basically, Joel is still recovering from the stab wound. Ellie has stitched him up, mm-hmm. but he she stopped the bleeding, but he's still sick. Um, mm-hmm. so she need, she's, she's getting that about, fever. He's, he's like drinking water from drops. He needs to eat. Um, and as Ellie is going hunting, she is this is
0: met. this is this is sorry. You keep going. You keep going, and then I'll chime in.
1: Okay, she is met by um, this ginger man named David and James played by his sidekick, played by Troy Baker, who is actually the voice of Joel in the video game and is also the host of the companion podcast on HBO, Mm -hmm. which I sadly didn't watch this episode for this episode. I don't just didn't cross my mind. Um, So I'm not going to sound as smart because I have nothing to steal from. Um, And she's brought into their village. Yeah. Yeah. and then things start to
0: unravel, unravel, per-
1: percolate, uh, escalate. I don't even know.
0: Sure, yeah, like, I it's mean, it's a plain word, but we'll take that.
1: Yeah, ferment
0: I, things start to ferment.
1: I'm kind of missing the part where she, oh, they give her the medicine, she fixes <laughs> up. I was like, we, I was trying, we, I, we have
0: now lost the linear storyline.
1: I was missing. I was missing part of it. They get the medicine. She gives Joel. Um, but then they come. They come looking for her and for Joel because Joel killed someone who was a part of their village or whatever. And um, then
0: we start to find out their conclave has a sinister hmm. beneath
1: it. Dun dun dun! Right?
0: That's where they hit you with like. Until she finds out something evil is going on <laughs> under the
1: hood. <laughs> right. Uh, um Yeah, it was, i thought this it was a is
0: episode. yes and I, I think this is the true coming of age episode for nice. ellie come of age chapter right not only are we full spoilers now full spoilers. yeah uh, we already, you already mentioned yeah everyone's seen it if they're here, yeah. we're the we're the companions companion podcast yeah I, I think it's the coming of age for two separate reasons one um this is the true ellie is on her own right now has to use pretty much all the skills that Joel has taught her over the last seven episodes to survive and fend for both of them. She's hunting, she's traveling, she's tracking, she's dealing with real people. Yep, She's, she's holding the gun up. She's, you know, really commanding her way and showing people that she shouldn't be fucked with just, just, just because she's a kid. And then this is her true coming of age moment. Um, She's got to do some pretty fucked up shit. And is it justified? Is it not justified? That's truly up to you guys. I think obviously as fans of Ellie and Joel, of course it's justified, but this is the first time where she's really has to do something fucked up and it's not just shooting somebody in the back and being oh shit she goes full on ham sandwich
1: yeah no Ellie's trauma i think is the proper word yeah. she sees it she sees Joel kill someone that's the first episode then yeah. it starts escalating and then she kills someone it's just like and then she watches um a brother shoot his little brother in the head like she's dealing with she's it just keeps getting worse yeah and when she goes at the end to um and she kills david i mean she kills also james with the knife in the neck sick kill um i mean she's just stab 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 stab, stab no, that's stab, like that stab 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 yeah, stab, yeah. Stab, yeah. Stab, stab, yeah. yeah. and yeah. you're right it's like i think that's it's a rage
0: kill it's a rage kill
1: the creation of ellie as we're gonna know it from now on yeah um Maybe not a monster, but there's some violence in her. Um, and the whole time you're watching, right? That whole time you're watching, you're like, Joel's going to save her, right? Because Joel's up now. He's he's feeling better. He's,
0: he's, yep, he's moving and shaking. He's and killing people. We not, see he's him. killing people
1: again. Totally. First of all, let's talk about that kill. So he gives the knife <sighs> in the guy's mouth. He says, tell me where it is exactly. And he does. He kills him. And the other guy's like, wait, 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 wait. How do you know he's telling the truth? And he goes... I believe him. And just, poof, yeah. I just mean, he, he literally
0: stabbed him behind the kneecap. He was like, "If you lie to me, oh, I'm gonna pop your God. kneecap oh. out." I mean, oh, that oh. was uncomfortable. That was uncomfortable.
1: Oh, but no, and the
0: first kill, the, neck, the knife in the mm, back of the neck, doesn't matter. Does a little Still, decoy, te- right? Te- he, he left book. out.
1: He left out the body. Snuck up. Textbook. 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 Text. Textbook. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like a surviving. Not pandemic. What's What the. Post-apocalyptic well, world, like a post-apocalyptic world for dummies one hundred and one. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's just some, there's some basic rules you need to know. Always have a knife. <laughs> lay out the dead bodies. Eat jerky. You know what? What do eat are, what the the, hell. freeze dried dummies? food.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I will say this, right? I mean, um, what was I don't know? I want to phrase this here. I mean, there's nothing really, even to phrase. I've, I've lost kind of my train of thought, uh, Blake. <laughs> it's <laughs> um, just a prediction. Um, um, it, it's crazy in post-apocalyptic shows. Cause I imagine if they were, it was real life, it'd probably be the same, but I mean, everyone is a, is an enemy until proven otherwise. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you watch these shows and it's uh, Joel and Ellie killed one guy from a pack of four that looked like they were about to kill them four episodes ago, even though they might really not want it to, but you just have to treat everyone as a hostile. Right. It's, right. And it's like, it, David and his religious zealot group are like, Well, you killed one of our old and one of our own in cold blood. And we're seeing you're like, it was not cold blood. They ran after him and they attacked him, but like they probably thought that Joel and Ellie were gonna kill him, you know? Like everyone is just everyone's just trying to survive and it's so high pressure where it's like they could easily both be good. I mean, they probably are both good groups of people, you know. This one's a little more fucked up and a little more religious and obviously they're cutting up people and eating them, but it's not like they're doing it because they're hardcore cannibals. I mean, they're, they're using the dead bodies and they're just plain plainly out of food. Right. And Um, I I don't know. It's just so interesting. Right. And not everyone knows and not everyone knows. It's just, it's just interesting how, how everyone is just, just has to be a bad guy. Like if you don't know them, they're bad.
1: No, that's, that's a good point. Cause it's like me as a viewer, someone who's not in that world. It's like, you want to trust someone. You want to be, how can you Right, You want to be like, Oh, we can do this together. Oh, he's going to actually, maybe he actually will give me this. Like, it's just that, like, human part of you. But in this world, I mean, 15 years or how many years, ever many years later, 20 years, uh, you know, they're hardened. They're totally well beyond the questioning.
0: They've seen all the raiders and the liars and the cheaters and the ambushers where it's who can you trust other than the people in your inner circle?
1: Yeah. Um, But so, Joel. Um, after he kills his two guys, like you're thinking he's going to save Ellie, right? And then we see totally. him he's, in he's, the village. He's
0: running through the snow. You know he's in the village. He's probably five houses down, and at any moment, gonna burst through the doors, hatchet in one hand, gun in the other, throw the hatchet, shoot the guy. Right. Ellie. He's the hero. You know? Like yeah. he's the
1: hero. So you're waiting for that, right? Or I was waiting for that. And then it, it at the end of the day, it all comes down to Ellie. Like Ellie has to do all of this on her own. And as a viewer, you're kind of expecting Joel to still come in. Maybe we'll come in when the place is on fire, maybe. But no, Ellie ha- Ellie's about to get chopped up. Mm-hmm. Um, she's about to get chopped mm-hmm. up. And she goes, n- pulls the knife, kill. And then her and David go 1v1. Um, she wins and kills them. And then Joel has to comfort her. And then we get the iconic line like, it's okay baby girl or it's gonna be yeah. okay and he calls her baby girl which he hasn't said since his daughter sarah died 20 plus years ago right um right and i mean what a, what a
0: finale what a final
1: 20 minutes that was right yeah no. <laughs> yeah to say the least <laughs> um we gotta start doing it how good was that episode yeah
0: <laughs> um, you know i mean duh what we're talking about i mean shoot Zoey mama
1: that's that's um, Camp is talking about a full yeah. name dropped. He goes, You like the episode? <laughs> yeah, it was Wha- it was it was intense, it was good. Every every answer is completely
0: broad. What's not to like? What'd you think <laughs> about that scene? Starstruck, but like no actual more context. Like, I can't believe you did that or did this. It's like, what'd you think about that crazy thing? What were your thoughts during that
1: whole thing? I mean, just
0: mind blowing, right? That's you know? kind of
1: a good uh work trick, right? Hey, you watching Um, This Is Us? Yeah, totally. Last ep- last night's episode was great.
0: I don't even great. think you go that far. I think you go, oh my God, are you watching This Is Us? Duh. You know, like, <laughs> what'd you think about last night's episode? They're all just fantastic. Okay. I okay. bet you could get
1: away with that. Like, totally. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Lord Lord knows we all do it every once in a while. You know, you've seen that show. You've seen that movie. You, you ate in there before. Maybe you've been there. You've heard of it, but you pretend like you've been there. Yeah, that kind of thing. It's
1: like the worst habit that I think a lot of us have quickly i'll say yes
0: yeah right and then sometimes you have to walk it back if they're like like oh you have been have you done this and that there and this and that you know what actually i haven't been there but i i don't know why i said yeah but like i know what it is
1: it's like a natural response it's fucked up it's like what did i nope never seen that never been there
0: we've been groomed
1: for white lies Hmm. thanks a lot education system
0: (laughs) mr rogers butt bitch ass um anyways back into the show hot take just about that maybe not a hot take right i guess it depends what you say how hot this could be it could be a cool take but i i really think ellie kind of did this to herself um all the violence at the end i, I think she totally put herself in that position okay um do you want me to divulge on that yeah a little bit i i, I think I, She's still a young girl, right? She's a hothead, and and her biggest thing is always trying to prove that she belongs, right? Like hmm. I can handle it. I don't take no shit from nobody. You know, we're all in this world together. I'm just as tough as the next guy, and I think this is a situation where you probably could have long con this and and work your way over the next couple of weeks or yes. a couple of days to be on your best behavior and show yes. a little fire when it's necessary. And then, you know, when they kind of give you the keys to the kingdom and and you're able to kind of walk freely, that's when you make your great escape, right? I mean, that's true. he brings her in there and she sees the ear and, you know, that's obviously, you know, you're going to be freaked out and that maybe changes your mindset. But I mean, to instantly break his finger and be like, fuck you, you know, I'll kill you
1: mm. immediately.
0: I mean, he came right in and was like, I mean, if you just act cool for the next 24, 48 hours, I'll let you out of the cage. You know, like he literally told her, he's like, if you just act cool, I'll let you out. You know, and yeah. I think that's just one of those moments where, of course, you know, the killings were justified. And it turns out that David, the religious zealot, is pretty much a fucking psychopath. You know, was, saying Cordyceps yeah. is the real Jesus Christ and he likes yeah. it when they scream and he's kind of fucked up in the head. Um, she, she could have played the good person for a little bit and, and then, you know, done whatever she had to do at a later time, kind of more under her circumstances.
1: Right. No, that's that would be the smartest thing to do. Yeah, and um, I think she
0: just got caught up.
1: I'm not sure she was in the right headspace. And two, um, I was with you, but the one thing I kind of thought of halfway through is, you know, she's got to protect Joel, right? Right, right. So Which she did valiantly.
0: I mean, she was she, she was honorable, did. you know? She so did. I'll lead him away. If someone comes down here, kill him. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to lead them to you.
1: Right, but she didn't have all the day, all the time in the world to do the long con. Um, as she doesn't know how Joel's feeling. She hasn't seen Joel sit up yet, so... Mm-hmm. You know, she's kind of out there protecting it, but but that would be the smart thing to do. But I don't know if Ellie is quite.
0: There's a lot of variables. Who's to say I would do? Who's to say yeah. I would do exactly what I just said? Right? She's I mean, also a uh,
1: post post um, pandemic baby. Yeah, um, she doesn't know any better, right? So, like, you can only imagine the way the mind would change. Right. I um, mean,
0: she was so bewildered. Sorry to cut you off, but no, I mean, I'm she done. was so she was so bewildered when he was like no, get her the medicine, put the gun down. You know, we don't have to kill this girl, you know? Right. And I think it took her by such a surprise. What really? Like, we're not, you know You know what I mean? This isn't like a quid pro quo. We're not holding each other at gunpoint till we both get what we want. He was just like, put the gun down. And, um, I forget his name. Um, David's James? teammate that gets knifed. Is his name? Yeah. James. James. I mean, James had her dead to rights. He snuck up behind her with a gun. He could have easily oh, yeah. just shot her. David could have easily just been like, do it. And it would have been over, but, he took that extra step of like, no, dude, we've, we've seen enough violence, you know? And I think that really threw her back. I don't think she's seen that before. No,
1: that's a good point. Um, I did like that Troy Baker got to play a character. Um, the behind the
0: episode was cool. He was, yeah. you know, he, he was saying, I really expected to be a clicker or a zombie or maybe a character that never had words and was just in the background. And when they said I was going to have, you know, I was going to be one of the main characters in this episode, I was so thankful and, and
1: you know, so gracious. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we come into the finale, and obviously all roads lead to Salt Lake City. All roads lead to, we've been chasing the Fireflies, right? They're supposed to be here, they're not here. They're supposed to, be, from Boston on, from the right. day um, Tess is, died. David said he was in the them. Pittsburgh QZ, right? He was like, the he Fireflies did. took down that QZ too, you know? So we've just been chasing them. We've just been looking for them. Um, i they got to be in Salt Lake City. I don't think it's a spoiler, um, but all roads lead to Salt Lake City next episode, mm. and we'll see. We'll see what happens in the finale. Um, I have no clue. I have zero
0: clue. I I think it's going to be crazy, freaking intense. I hope it's one of that hour, twenty hour, thirty episodes. Right, too, right? right. Now that it's an episode shorter, I hope we can kind of get the length of the first episode here at the end.
1: I wouldn't be surprised, y'all.
0: Um, one last cool thing I had is that I, I don't know if you knew this I mean if, if you listen to the behind the episode or if the fans have listened to the behind the episode they probably have too but always do in in the game that was the first time that you played as Ellie mm-hmm. so you're almost at the very end of the first game you know chapter 8 out of 9 or 10 how many chapters there are and that's the first time you actually control Ellie so just kind of cool you know they work both ways right I mean this whole episode was Ellie was the main character and we followed her around and in the game you you were her right
1: yeah, I, I didn't play a video game and I I did watch behind the episode and knew that. Um but they they always pay I, I can imagine some video game people are upset every time they take a different turn. And I haven't been following that too closely since the beginning. Um but I feel like they've done a great job of paying homage, um probably the wrong word, but respecting oh, sorry, word. what it was like in the video game. Like this episode wasn't like they made it feel so much like we were Ellie, but we were through Ellie's p o v the whole episode, yeah, um, and
0: with the exception of a little bit of Joel,
1: yeah, but it, it was it felt like it was all about Ellie from her perspective. So like in this episode, we felt like Ellie, we were feeling what she was feeling. I didn't feel Joel. I mean, Joel killed some people, told this thing, but like this was Ellie's thing. So it felt like we yeah. were kind of going through with her. Uh, Mm -hmm. but just another banger episode. This series has been fantastic so far. Totally,
0: totally. And and I tweeted it too, you know, and and we'll let the fans drop a comment if they agree, but it's always the crazy, eerie religious zealots in apocalypse TV shows that freak me out the most. Not the zombies, not the cannibals, not the killers. It's the religious people where it's, find God and he will lead the way, you know, because then they'll use that as an excuse for anything. I'll drink your blood because God needs this as a sacrifice, right? I mean, it's... They just freak me the fuck out every single time.
1: Um, you were talking about tweets, and I i don't know. I couldn't find it. I was going to pull up your retweet of saying that um, Ellie's actress. Um, Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey is a bad actress. But
0: I, we, All right, we'll get into this briefly. I, I don't think she's a bad actress. I, I think she's been good in this role, but I think they could have found a much better fit. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of the game walkthroughs and I, I've talked to a lot of people who played the games and I, I just think she's a little too rigid of a character, which is maybe that's the wrong way to put it. But it's like Ellie kind of has this much kinder face in the games and like this much softer voice and is just like very, I don't know, like quirky, which I mean, Bella Ramsey does a good job of. I, I just funny. think they, I think they may have missed on the casting a little. But it's not to shit on Bella Ramsey. I mean, she has been fantastic. I think there there just might have been somebody better out there.
1: Yeah, and and that will go with any adaptation. Um, casting yeah. always will have unrealistic expectations.
0: Yeah, yeah, truth. for the most part. I mean, I, yeah, I think the, the difference truth. between yeah, it's, I mean, it's true. I, I don't know. You look at Harry Potter. I mean, that's pretty spot. Like they are the characters, right?
1: Well, well. Harry Potter. It's different from a book book. in a video game. You know, you
0: you, you actually had a moving character and looks and features. Because
1: all you said was her voice and her face, right? Like, two visual things you don't get in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But even book people will bitch about Harry having brown eyes or blue eyes. Like, book people would even bitch about that stuff. Book people
0: are fucking crazy. That's why we don't read.
1: Nerd, rich dad, poor dad.
0: Um, (laughs) I wonder if we're going to talk about that later.
1: Oh, um, Blake probably should have come on before The Last of Us. No. no. Yes.
0: No, no, no. We we do the quick... F- no, you're going to... All right, fans, comment what you think. No, no, no. We've done... We do the opening, and then they come in, and then we do the finish. We always do two parts. Because yeah. they'll we'll be like, and welcome, Blake. And we will yeah, be like, all right, but, thank you, Blake. No, but we we'll-
1: always do our movie or TV show before The Last of Us.
0: Whatever. Just fuck off with of it. All right.
1: Welcome know. our... We're- Should we welcome Blake? Should we bring him in? I
0: I think so. William Blake, everybody. Come on in. Come out of the green room. Thank you, William Blake.
1: He's talking about all quiet on the Western Front.
0: All quiet on the Western Front. Thank you. Welcome, William Blake. William
1: Blake. (laughs) Yes, and welcome to the podcast. I don't know the number. I don't know the number, but- I think
0: we're at 75.
1: 75, I think we- It doesn't matter. It's our official guest- uh welcome William Blake. What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me. This is an honor. I, um, I like calling you William Blake. No, no last I name. I know. It's very no, official. No last like, name. Yeah.
0: Anonymous. No, that's those will be on your eggshell corporate cards. William Blake. There is no last name. I am <laughs> William Blake.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, uh, happy v- to have you on. Thank you. I'm I'm very excited to be here. Um I think the gold standard of interviews is probably Barker. I don't know. I I'll say off the bat, I don't think you're gonna get as many clips out of me. I hope to have like a, a good conversation. I don't think I'm gonna be like calling Jeffrey Dahmer an anti-hero or like a no, guy we for or whatever. No, Parkinson.
0: I don't. He I think for him he, he maybe gets nervous and instead of being quieter, he lashes out just with porous takes. So I, I it was fantastic
2: though from like a content perspective. Absolutely. It was nuts. Like no, there was like was... three or four like very solid clips. That came out of that.
0: I would say 70% of the DMs are in mails. So, like, two a week are all when are you having Barker on?
1: So, That's
0: true. it's <laughs> it, he's he is hot a, hot. he's
1: got to be a fan favorite. That that I don't doubt. Well, there's is, theres is two funny things from that one, the Woman King clip. It, that it blew got, up it got said that, no, that, that, oh it yeah that, that, i forgot about that one yeah. it's not that it blew up in terms of likes it probably had like no. 15 likes but it no, had, it had no like 10 definitely likes. not it had 17 messages 17 dms 17 it was getting people. swapped we it was don't get sent out no one dms <laughs> our videos we don't get people like check out the what are you watching boys they're hilarious I, know, I mean i that. definitely said it somewhere yeah. Maybe one, maybe one, maybe, maybe one, 17. maybe one. But yeah, who are the one. other
0: sixteen? Is what we yeah. want to know. No,
1: that's true. Uh, Barks. No, he was hilarious. I remember texting Hunter Rose. and goes, "That was dot 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 good." I think. Like I think. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know what just happened. He was nervous. He was drinking a beer, but he was.
0: He was. Oh, maybe, 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 he maybe I should the have. He had the gamer headset too. on. He had the gamer headset that had like you couldn't even hear him whatsoever, and he just put in his earphones or whatever.
1: Uh, crabby Patty. Um, but we are gathered here today not yes. to talk about Viola Davis, um, not yes. to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. No. We are here to talk about the Netflix on Netflix now. All Quiet on the Western Front, the German anti-war movie based off the nineteen twenty-nine novel, which I did not know. Um. I didn't know it was a book until doing some post-watch research. Um, it is starring Felix Cammer, who is a first-time actor, which I also learned. That was his first role. Good for him. Um, he... That's how
0: I imagine myself stepping into my first acting. Was scene. that Paul? Yes. Paul. Yeah, that was Paul.
1: That's wild. Yeah, yeah, that is I, wild. And I thought he did a great job. Um, so it's streaming now on Netflix. Um, you can watch with English dubs. I personally prefer the subtitles in German, I think. Prefers the German. Yeah. I think watching in dub, I said that right away. It started on the dub and I was like, what's, what's yeah, fuck the dub. We I can't don't do
0: the that. dub. No dubbing.
2: The first time I watched it on my phone, on the train, and I was like on the Amtrak. And I literally think I got an hour into the movie before I realized it was dubbed. <laughs> Which so I don't know what that to says.
0: The yeah, yeah. Um,
2: no, like I think it was because I was on a phone and like you know I was like moving around a little bit on the train. Yeah, like yeah,
0: you don't even, just, you don't put it together. I
2: didn't even pick it up, and then like half I was like, are they speaking German?
0: Right. He starts yeah. watching. He starts watching. Then he sees this big burly man, and his voice is like, Paul. What are you doing? And you're like, yeah that, just, yeah, that looks a little. That doesn't match up.
1: Yeah. The second time I watched in subtitles. but yeah, okay.
0: it's a German,
1: yeah. that, First of yeah. all, that's the most you think ever. Um, yes. And the thing about the dubs is, is like the person doing the dubbing is also trying to act, but their voice acting doesn't match the body acting. So like, hello, Sergeant, I am here reporting for duty. Right. They're, like, they're acting, but they're not acting like that. So it's, it's very
0: like, oh, over the top. Yeah, like it's, it's very over enunciated.
1: Uh, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um, so for this movie, me and Blake both have notes. Blake and Blake, I. Thank you. Cool.
0: Just cool. We're bite-sized, but I mean, you got to do proper English. You no, know, I just said you got to do, you have to do proper English. <laughs>
1: you gotta do the right thing um you know we're an analytics driven podcast we are talking numbers we're talking Mm, optimization Mm. um we are ai nowadays um but i took notes as did blake so we're gonna be running through our notes i'm going through that actually before we do our notes blake me and hunter have been doing a thing where we read one star reviews for the movie or show we're about to review Hunter doesn't okay. have any. That's fine. But I have to, I, <laughs> you go I have to, first. Panic. I to, <laughs> panic. i want to clip him just going.
0: Oh, you panic. did not give me yeah. the heads up on that.
1: No, it's fine. But all right, I'm going to read my two. They're both pretty short. All right, so this is from Steve want... Wills a month ago. <laughs> he goes, This movie made my popcorn taste bitter and lose its, its crunch. Fun. Definitely it's the fun type fun. of film to watch after quiche or falafel. Unfortunately, this film doesn't screen well in rooms with light ivory painted walls or leather sofas. I'm not quite sure what. Any of that means. I'm not sure if that's a reference that I miss, but something about that's rather disturbing.
2: Dan, I was I was being distracted by my roommate. Would you be willing to read it a second time? Yeah, I, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I know it's bad content, but I just I, I want to be engaged.
1: Scrap it scrap movie magic. It. We'll edit. We'll edit movie magic. Okay,
2: if we're editing, can I make a cocktail really quick? If we're just on the edit, there's that breaking the flow. No, it's breaking the flow.
0: No, yeah. just make your goddamn
2: cocktail. No, 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 it's breaking
1: the flow. Okay, that's good. This is a good clip. All right, back to Steve Wills a month ago. He said, This movie made my popcorn taste bitter and lose its crunch. Definitely the type of film to watch after quiche or falafel. Unfortunately, this film doesn't screen well in rooms with light ivory painted walls or leather sofas. Jesus. Does does anyone know what that means? I
2: just feel like it's extremely pretentious. Like, I feel like the level of cinema he's trying to achieve is tough from a Netflix original. Just Mm. point, like, just all, all stop. But, you know. I just yeah. picture that guy, like he's like screening C- Citizen Kane on like a like a Super 8 or something.
0: Dan, I think that goes back to the overarching theme of these reviews is that the, pe- the folks that are leaving these one-star Google reviews act like they are the creme de la creme of movie rankings, right? right. Like they think someone's going to pick out their review and be like, he needs to be on like, he needs to be hitting the beat. He has to be at the freaking Chinese movie theater on opening night.
1: Yeah. So so there's two, there's two types of people. There's people that are from Panhandle, Florida, and are the most American NASCAR <laughs> people ever, or there's cinema people. Those are the only two types of one-star people, and that brings me to Brennan Happy four months ago. This film is disgusting with its promotion <laughs> of Nazi propaganda. It attempts to humanize the vile creatures that terrorized the world in the 20th century and tries to get us to view them as good guys. Films like this are the reason why we have such a huge resurgence of fascist ideology in recent times. Um, that was
0: that was colorful.
2: Do you think that is it a bit that they don't know it's World War One, or is that question. real?
1: No, no, no. If you're legitimately leaving one star reviews on Google, it's not a bit. You're I, just I, as I as guess, one. but I I feel like the bit is you
2: get like the angry reply guys being like, "It's World War One." Like, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I, maybe I'm thinking too hard into that.
0: But, I so. always like to think who actually reads the Google reviews. Correct. So Correct. It's, well, if, they're, if they're looking to piss people off, I don't even know if you can reply to people's comments. You know what I mean? I, think, I don't know. That's true. I, I think it's just you out can't. there in the void. People can you can't. It's, it's just in the void. Okay. People
1: can say it's helpful, and that's it. Like, 36 people thought this review was helpful, and it's bumped to the top. That's Is that really how many? Oh, no, not for this one. This one I had Oh okay. I was like, I was I was like, like okay. A okay. decent was cool. amount.
0: 1,300 reviews I'm looking at.
1: Right, um, Anders, be, I'm not going uh, If you don't have a well, good one, it's fine.
0: Can we just listen here? I, I've clicked on it, refreshed, and tried three different browsers. I click on more audience reviews. You can filter it by one stars, and it's just been at this perpetual loading screen. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll come back to me at the end for okay. more lightheartedness. Okay. Yeah, we'll sure because we're, we're about to get into gangrene.
1: Let's start. Let's start the movie. Let's start chatting about the movie. Um, right. Blake, I, you, I have a
0: first question I want to open up with. Sure. I'm actually
1: very curious. Sure. Did
0: either of you see the original film before seeing this one?
1: The black and no. white
0: one. I think it came out in the sixties, no. maybe a little earlier.
1: I think the sixties. Okay. No, it did not.
0: Okay. Uh it, well, it was definitely one of those black and white, you know, it's like a classic nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties film. You know, they really go for it. And it wasn't in German, it was all in English. But I was just curious because I, I was I wanted to talk about some of the similarities, but never mind. That's all right. Sorry. Food for thought.
2: That would have been great. Yeah. 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 It was yeah.
0: Well, the only reason I've seen it is because it was one of those movies that our school's social studies department would play like throughout high school. You know, it was just like, all right, movies on, all quiet on the Western front. And so I've seen it like three times. But right. other than that, I have not even looked for it outside of it. So scrap it. Yep, <laughs> Dump scrap it. it. Yeah, you're so excited. Bad question.
1: Yeah, you got, I mean, great, <laughs> yeah okay. great way to start. Me and Blake are like, great start. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Um.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh. All right, like you want to hit us with your first note? Maybe we can we can ping pong a little bit.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I thought this time around the thing I noticed the most when it first started, it's so like you have the scene with like the soldier dies and like takes off the jacket, you see like yes. the whole life cycle thing, um, which did make me think of the opening scene. I don't know why, but of, uh, I know you're going to say of it. War. Lord of
0: War. Yeah, Thanks. where
2: it's just kind of like a serial, you know, timeline across. Um, I don't know. I thought that was interesting, but what really caught me was like the music, like that loud bass that's like throughout the movie. Just, like, it really does make it feel, like, the, uh, like the scale of, like, the conflict, yeah. like, all the bodies and stuff, and then it's, like, the it hit you with that music. That, uh, I feel like that adds to the movie, like, adds, like, an eeriness to the movie.
1: So, but. I watched, I was just watched on my laptop, um, but I had my headphones in. These headphones and noise-canceling, very good headphones, and, like, the sound design, not the, not but like, you know what I mean? They sound is, like, is
0: this a fucking, is this product placement? Yeah,
1: finally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we finally we got a nod. Are you guys there? That would be, that'd be, yeah. Easy. I mean, you got a Blacklisted. It's, it's not Sony headphones. It's my headphones specifically. Um, but I was really like really immersed with the sound and I thought the sound design was crazy. I wrote the fucking synth or drums because they ended up doing like the war drums later. But the, yeah. nah, 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 when it just was like flashing through yeah. some different cinematography. I mean, it was intense. Like, but the whole sound, all of the sounds, were really, really bringing you into the world. The sounds are very intense. Um, Uh, So,
2: yeah,
0: I'll say, a lot of the comments, or when this movie first came out, and like people were applying to like Lights Camera Pod or or whatever, just talking about this film. Every once in a while, you come across a comment that says this movie is glorifying war and making it more intense, and is you know making young minds be like, wow, this shit is awesome. And I, I think that opening scene, right, the life cycle of a soldier mm. in this war, I think completely sets the tone right off the bat that war is awful, mm. right? I mean, immediately it went from dude shot, taken off, sewed together, patched back up, and then given to a fresh 18-year-old. Who's that? How old is Paul actually? 16 or whatever?
2: Se- 17. And
0: 17. And they hand it right to him. And it's like, here's your thing. And he, he immediately notices, right? He's like, this, that's weird. That's, you know, it's another guy's patch on there. And it's like, oh, mistake. Mis- <laughs> mistake. Printing mistake. Printing error.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think. I like have probably more notes on it as the movie like goes along. You see more of the battle, but like I, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know what the consensus is out there, but like, I feel like this movie does a really good job of showing how like terrifying and horrible. Worlds, totally. More than oh, a my lot God. of movies. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the whole time it's like, it's not just like a battle or like battle scenes. It's like horrific. Like, you know what I mean? And like I also think that the fact that there's no plot really in the movie yeah. makes it scarier. Like or like I mean, yes. like like it make it adds to the intensity of it because there it, it is like pointless. Like there's not there's nothing to like really. There's accomplish.
0: no there's no goal. There's no goal. Especially in World
2: War One, you know, it's like there's nothing yeah. Nothing. It's just to accomplish. A it's, it's, it's a constant was. it's it's and, never ending, right? I mean, this is like skipping to the end, so maybe I'll we can talk about this later, but like the way the movie ends with the armistice yeah i think just like underscores that where it's like it's like so arbitrary like yeah. at 19 19, 19 yeah. whatever it is they just are like oh ceasefire. they're like in the trenches yeah and it's just like they just stop it's they, like, like
0: they didn't do anything like they it doesn't matter
2: didn't. at all like it, yeah. none of it mattered at all it's just like crazy and i think okay. it does do a good job of showing that i don't know so yeah yeah
1: i wrap that up like bring it together a little bit is like this war is the ultimate, like for me, the anti-war movie, and like yeah. the, the reason you just brought some good points. But like something I noticed is like war movies tend to have a hero or your main protagonist that you're following, yes. waiting or feel good, a feel, good,
0: to, a feel a, saving somebody someone, or someone, getting somebody yes, home or trying something to accomplish
1: like that. a goal. He's trying I, to bring the letter yeah. to his brother. He's trying to come back to his wife. There was none of that. And there was no hero, and no one made it out the end with the golden cape or anything like that. Yeah, no, it's
0: true. You rooted for guys to survive, and as uh, spoilers, obviously, as we know, none of (laughs) none of them did, right? I mean, that was the goal for us as viewers: was can we make it so that that they get through the movie, right? And none of them did.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, a couple of them were really hard to watch. Yeah, and
2: yeah, I don't know, but it is. None of them being able to like I, it almost felt like from the beginning that like none of them would get through. I mean, I guess it's easier to say this watching it the second time, but like it's like maybe Paul survives, but it does just feel like they're all doomed. Like when that guy, I think it's like Ludwig, I think is the guy's name. He dies like right away. Yeah. It's, like literally the first day.
0: Right, right. The guy with the glasses. Right. That was yeah, tough.
2: yeah. 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 I mean, that's yeah. I don't know between between when Ludwig dies and they like in that whole recruitment sequence. Do you guys have anything? that i don't want to like skip
1: it so no I, I had a good note from that earlier it's just like i forget what the actual term is but there's like a thing in making movies like when the audience knows something that the people in the movie don't know right so we know how bad world war one is we know how bad the trenches are and we see them getting excited to go to war throwing up their papers faking the signature right. getting their uniform and it, it's like also oh, fun it, but but there's like that synth and we know The darkness on the other side that they don't know, and seeing that joy, they were excited to go to war. Yeah, they were really excited. Very, and that gets wiped so quick. I thought that was like, yeah, I thought that was pretty intense, honestly. Yeah, Uh, I had like two things. I was, I I,
0: I was, I was just gonna say to go off that right. They always called this the war to end all wars, right? And I feel like after World War One, that kind of shifted the idea of war, not, not as much as the way it's fought, but more of like the mindset towards it. Right. I mean, like you look at, we scored go Sabres, Sabres score two, two. Um, like you look at other things, right. Like the, the civil war or obviously world war one or, you know, other wars where it happens and like, all right, we're doing this for our country patriotism. Like, this is awesome. Like for God and glory. And after this, it's like, well, we never want to do this shit again. Like if we have to go to war, it has to be the ultimate dire last straight. We're not just going to fuck around because my one cousin's the king of England and my other cousin's the king of Russia, right? It's not just like a power Yeah, one.
2: but I would, I guess the only pushback is like, and part of the reason obviously is because of what happened in World War One. but like World War Two is the ultimate, like, at least from the German perspective, the ultimate, like, yeah. we're going to start war just for like war's sake and expansion and stuff. I mean, obviously different in terms of like the alliances and the kings and everything like that. Obviously that wasn't a part of it, but it did like almost like perpetuate Instead of learning from it, it like produced an even worse conflict, which which I guess goes to like the armistice and all that stuff. But yeah, Um, my only only comment on that last on the recruitment part was uh, like it's what you were saying about like the glory of war and all that stuff. It's like them getting told all those things. And in the past, like if you're victorious, it's probably true. But it's, mm-hmm. like, just knowing that, like, on the other side of, like, coming home from World War One, it's just, like, honestly just as bad. Yeah. yeah. And, like, they, like, talk about that at the end of the movie. Like, Paul does with, like, Cat, I think is the guy's name. Like, yeah. the mm-hmm. veteran dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, how he's basically, like, I don't even yeah. know how you go home after this. Yeah. You know? Because it just is so
0: terrible.
1: And then well, on top of that, you
0: lost. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, and on like, top of that, you
1: lost. Here's yeah. you the sanctions. Yeah. yeah that, that was a big theme throughout. It was, like not only does the war suck once you go through all the suck the other side is now ruined for you specifically and it's probably not so nice and like it reminded me a lot of lord of the rings it's like when the hobbits and them come back it's like life's not the same they're forever changed they're forever changed and the world has moved on or hasn't without them and they don't fit in anymore and like they do talk about that, and he's like, I can't read. I make shoes, and I I'm not so excited to go home, and my my son's dead. It's just like, you know. Yeah. It yeah. It reminded me a lot of Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah. I do That's have, let's see, some other notes. Uh, like early on, um, I think it's Kat who says, like, if the first time they're in the trenches, kind of first time they get some warts, like, it's the same every day like he just and I just quoted yeah it's just it's the same every day and I think such a short good quote but I think that really explains the trench warfare it's the same every day
2: yeah the mental I was thinking about this and I think you like sort of touched on it earlier like going from like being with your parents at 17 and then one day you maybe go through like a short training you know a couple months or whatever and then you're just sent onto the trenches and you have to deal with like the artillery and all that stuff and like they're doing guard duty. get shot through the helmet. Day one, like right, and then your friend gets blown up. You almost die. Like I don't know. That would be an incredible adjustment. Like I just can't imagine actually being there and having w- your life change that much in one day. Your reality, you know. No,
1: no, it is. It it was. I. That's why I thought um, Paul. He did a great job. A lot of good face acting. That's why mm-hmm. I thought this movie was kind of enjoyable to read subtitles because it wasn't dialogue everybody needs. But I thought he did a great job of face acting, showing yeah. the shock, showing the trauma, showing the fight through. Like a lot of um, a lot of scenes, like the two times he killed uh, when when he was fighting the French guy at the end when he ends up dying, not to skip. But like they, when they stare at each other, like we don't want to kill each other. Yeah. It's like that, and it's like also when he has that fight with the French dude in like the the one pit in with the puddle. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's the same idea. It's just like you're. I think you're gonna kill me, like yeah. so. It's like yeah. that mindset. It it, it the movie is hard to watch for some of those scenes. It's like you can really, I thought he did a great job acting. Like you could really he, see the pain.
0: He doesn't. He does an awesome job of sh- of literally showing his soul leaving his body. Yeah, I mean, from the beginning to the end, it looks like he has nothing left. He 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 has nothing left. All right, we we got to go over one more time for no reason. Whatever, you know it's it's a quick ah uh, what the fuck, and then it's right into it, right? I mean it's he just doesn't care, right? It's it's whatever happens happens now. Yeah. Part of the ship, part of the crew.
1: Part of the ship, part yeah. of the crew. Which sucks. And,
2: yeah, I was I was just gonna say like I feel like I think the next part is like they just like skip ahead eighteen months, and I it's like interesting to think like how much they all like change in eighteen months. You know, like everything totally. they go through, like you see day one and then it just jumps. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's like an interesting, um, like, I don't know, just like the concept of thinking like how much went on in that time.
0: Totally. Like, and, and it bec- everything becomes normalized, right? Like hear a sound, get down. Always crouch when you're walking. Be quick with yeah. your gas mask, right? It just becomes second nature. It's like, oh, uh, I know that whistling sound. All right, get in the trench, right? Grab the new guy. What are you fucking doing? You're going to die. Get in here, right? It's just, you're just so trained to everything. Like in that 18 months, yeah. the horrors were real, right? I mean, that he lived that for 18 fucking months. And like you insane. probably see
2: so, so many people go through there. Totally. Like, you know oh what I mean? God. Like
0: Make a friend, lose a friend, right? You, you meet them and then yeah. two weeks later, they're in the first group over and you're like, damn, that guy was cool, right? I mean, that's, like, talk about that toll.
2: It's like to think like when you see them go over the trenches and have to go into no man's land. To think like you could survive 18 months. Not to say they're going over all the time. But like I'm sure they did. And like I don't know. It's just like just why are you the one who never gets hit or whatever. Because they're just running out into a field.
1: They talk about luck a lot.
2: it's, It's just luck. Yeah. It really is. And I
1: thought they did a great job until at the end when they show they show the cycle so it's in the beginning we talked about the tag coming off the jacket like the cycle of new soldiers but at the end when paul sees that new ginger kid who doesn't know what to do his helmet falls off right away it's like we started the movie when paul was with his comrades and they were those guys and cat was the vet like stand up and that sort of shit it's like it ends with just another new kid coming in like yeah the war ends but it, they really show that cycle of new people not now it's going on new people now it's going on mm-hmm. um that's what and then yeah. at the end they should, they say 17 million people died or something like i feel like this movie can really shows that like i, I could see how that number got made like i could really I it see how it made for that house. number
2: yeah it does a good job of like giving the scale of the of the conflict for sure
1: I thought so too. Right. I
0: also really quickly just get into the actual movie. I, I applaud them for doing that, right? I mean, movies where you try to show a lot of scale like this, you're probably more pertinent to use CGI. And I mean, I watched a lot of inside of the film and they had a lot of extras and dug out a lot of trenches. Yeah. And they really tried to make that as as real as it could possibly seem, you know, to really keep you engaged.
1: Yeah, I feel like doing a World War One movie with any sort of, not any sort of, mostly CGI is so such a disservice Yeah, in 1917. Can't yeah. Prove that it, it can be done for sure good, with good filmmaking wow. and good cinematography
0: for sure.
2: Yeah. The trenches felt very real.
0: Totally. And, and I think they did a good job of showing the differences between the allied trenches and the access tre- or the central and the whatever powers, you know what I mean? Like I think historically they always say the German trenches were kept a little better and everything. And then the second that yeah. they push over and get into the French trenches, there's water everywhere and there's just sick people on the ground and it's disgusting. It's just those little details that shows how, you know, you're watching from the Germans point of view and it's awful. Right. But like, imagine being in that other trench where it's, it's probably worse and you're in a foreign land and it sucks.
1: Yeah. I, um, I do have some other notes I want to talk about a little bit to switch the topic, not topic, the, The other side of the movie, right? So we have the trenches, we have Paul and Cat, but we also have like the negotiations and, uh, oh
0: higher, yeah, the
1: higher ups, um, in the German and French government, which like Daniel
0: Bruhl, shout him out. One, I want to say after. the German
1: general with the bald head and the mustache. What an all time look! Um, yeah, what an all time villain look.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it,
1: it was it's an all time German yeah. villain look for sure. I forget um, did he have a monocle? No, but he. He had a monocle, you know what I mean. Yeah. He, yeah. he didn't wear one, but he had one. Yeah, vibes wise, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a uh, monocle vibes.
0: V- vibes wise, he had a monocle.
2: He, he
1: definitely, he definitely could have used one. Um, but like I thought, them showing that another Lord of the Rings reference, but like they were eating well, they were on a beautiful train. He was wearing right. getting a pee on his shoe. Super civilized. Um, yeah, these are those high class gentlemen making decisions about those guys and have no clue as they're burning time 72 hours or as they're way too prideful to say we're done the germans we lose people are getting mowed down and it's like Mm -hmm. i i thought that was a beautiful way of showing like not that they didn't care but like they didn't really know what was going on and really care about people like a number one like paul to them one person meant nothing and it was a lot more about pride and ego so i thought that was like really cool that they showed that as well Cause it made the battlefield scenes a lot more like higher stakes, a lot more interesting.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's also, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Cause it's like the politicians were the ones who like in the German government were pushing to some extent for peace. And then it was like the army who didn't mm-hmm. want to surrender. Mm-hmm. And it, it was interesting because it, it is difficult to make decisions when the people that are the generals, like they're not in the trenches, but they're closer to the battlefield than the mm-hmm. politicians are. And like, that main general i don't know what his name was but like he didn't want to surrender no. at all and he was like basically a caricature in the middle yeah. i mean he was like just like out yeah larger than life a little bit but the monocle would have put it over the edge but <laughs> he, he really was he
0: was strictly analytics driven right <laughs> he's like dude we can win this worth it he's like we got the numbers Are, we're losing eight thousand a day we cannot last they got to keep shipping in people we're fine yeah you know and it's like dude when's the last time you went within 15 kilometers of the front. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And
2: then he talks about his dad being a soldier and he was born too late. And it's really just like this, like at least in his, for his army or whatever, his part of the front, it's just this ego thing for him to like validate himself as a soldier to, you know, it's like this, it goes back to like family issues type thing, like very personal stuff. And that's why he sends them over at the very end, you know, and it's, it is just, I don't know.
0: That. And I think that's a good segue into that final speech. It's all right if we bounce around a little bit, but I mean the whole, the whole, yeah, we are. But I mean, like his speech was basically like, like we're Germans. Like, don't you guys want to go over? Like I know deep down in your hearts, you want to, you want to fight this battle. You want to prove to yourself that you're men and they're all just sitting there, we don't. We're fine. Yeah, and, yeah. we've like, done we, it. We've done we done want to go home. We, we don't need to do yeah. this. And the yeah. whole time, it's like he's pumping himself up and he feels like people are getting into it, right? Like he's just giving this speech. Everyone's sitting there, helmet like this. You know, they got their gun on Ooh. the ground. And he's just like, now come on. Like one more time, we'll go over the edge. And everyone's just like – And then they kill everybody that doesn't go over, yeah. right? And then, they, yeah. and then they shoot the guys that hold back.
2: Yeah. Well, like to tie – So to tie the last battle back, because I do think like – the main battle in the middle with the tanks and the flamethrowers is, is really, like, the turning point. And then, yeah. like, the last battle was, like, the completion of Paul just being, like, completely broken. Yeah. You know? Like, by the last battle, he's just, it doesn't even seem like he cares if he dies, no. to be honest. No. Uh, but just to keep some kind of sequence, I just wanted to know with the the middle battle, like, how terrifying the tanks
1: and the yeah. flamethrowers were. Intense. Yeah. Was that, like, I I was, did that, did tanks and flamethrowers kind of come in towards the end of World War I, or is that not?
2: Historically- tanks, the end, I don't know, I don't know when flamethrowers came in, but I know tanks were, like, kind of towards the second half, at least.
1: Okay. Because when they are in the trenches, it was... The the more handsome guy, I don't know his name, but, like, when they see the one tank drop in and run everyone over and their tank goes right over them and, like, the dirt's falling, yeah, that was was terrifying. No,
0: That's a sight. I mean, you're going over and maybe you've never seen tanks before and you're like, oh, my God, we did it. You know, we just advanced, forward, took another trench and you just see these massive hunks of metal with five machine guns on the whole thing and a fucking massive... tank shooter McGee and you're just like dude I don't know what the fuck that is but I don't know what I'm gonna do right and then the flamethrowers too I mean that was horrific it was disgusting
2: it's just it would just be panic honestly yeah, like yeah. you just see these massive metal things rolling towards you you've never seen them before it, i don't know and then it's, and then it's the way you get they
0: show it too with the smoke screen yeah like what's that fucking vibration just coming right? out like, of nowhere hear that and then you just see him come through and then the flamethrower guys they look like a death squad they look like a chest yeah. death squad those right? are They're terrifying just, yeah those Dude, were nightmare nightmare. nightmare yeah
2: yeah nightmare no <laughs> it really was and then is that the what happens in, is that the one where he has to like play dead and he stabs the guy
0: in when the he's running um, back. in the yeah. artillery shell Yeah, so they get out of the trench. He's sitting behind a blown up tank. Sees his buddy surrender. They torch him alive. Yeah, he's running back. Shells are coming down everywhere. Jumps in the trench. Other guy comes down, and that's when he gets
1: right. But he tries to. He ends up trying to save that French guy Um, after um, he already puts seven shanks into him and mud in his mouth. And then he like sees the pig like. It just shows that he's a human that he doesn't like want to kill him. But it's like he's like trying to take the mud out of his mouth. He's cleaning him up. He's pulling out the pictures. He's crying. That 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 one that was probably the one that broke me the most.
2: Yeah, that that definitely I think is just like the most. That's that's the hardest to watch. It felt a little reminiscent, at least, the killing of the Saving Private Ryan scene with like the knife. I don't know. Yeah. Anytime there's like anytime there's intense hand to hand combat, I feel like my mind just goes there.
0: But- yeah. No, they, they did they, they made it up close and personal for sure. Yeah, it was very it was very up close and personal. Yes
1: anyway, the cinematography. Stab wounds. Yeah, cinematography was great. Um Oh one I just wanted to mention before I forget Do it, um, do it.
2: Is the uh like the lighting in the movie. You know, like in the beginning yeah. it's very bright and then it's very cloudy. And then in that main battle, I did notice when they like ret- I think it's when they right before the tanks come out. Mm -hmm. And they've kind of like set up a defensive line on the French trench. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden the sun comes out. And I just thought that was like interesting because it's one of the most, like they have the least hope (laughs) once those takes come out of any moment. I don't know. I just thought that
0: was interesting. No, and I bet they did that on purpose too, right? Just for a shred of hope for a second. Victory. Right. Yeah. Whatever goal they have, they've accomplished. It's sunny out, you know. They're finding some baguettes everywhere. They're they're chilling out a little bit. They're airing out their socks, and right. then that and then it just one eighties, right? It just flips right on its head, and it's a fucking massacre.
2: Yeah, it's like you can ne- they can never have anything,
0: like yeah. not even yeah. you know right. not even a moment, like not even a moment. It's, it's just suffering like the whole it. time.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, they and I felt like the color scheme was a lot of like blue and gray, It's like a lot of just like that yeah. like muted down. Uh, no man's land type of look um but like when i was thinking about that like when they go into one french trench and like quickly eating the sausage and shit in the middle of the fight it i thought they like, see
0: rats running everywhere they don't give a fuck what? they don't give a fuck the rats are coming out of the food things the shells are going mm-hmm. off they're running away and they're just pounding whatever they could get it, they're uh, starved
1: you No, know, they were it reminded me of like it's it tied into me at least with like the french handkerchief right and it's like how they all love smelling it, and how Paul carries it till the very end, and the kid takes it to the end. It's like out there. I felt like they had no comfort or whatever would give you comfort, whether that's food, water, or like just the smell of that. So like, I felt like every time they had bread, every time they had water, every time they smelled that thing, it it seemed so important. I thought the movie did a great job showing how important that one piece of bread was, or even just drinking like that the little water. things. Yeah. Any
0: anything to give them a source of remote happiness. Any sort of I company. mean Crop
2: was walking around with that illustrated poster. Yeah. Do you remember? Like yes. I mean it really yes. was any they would they would take it
1: wherever they could get it for sure. Yeah, but I just showed the dark like how dark yeah. that war really, really was.
2: Yeah. Um. The uh, one scene I wanted to talk about was um when they find that like company. Of like dead soldiers. Oh, they like all oh, died at once.
0: My God, yeah, yeah. the brand new like right. They get the report. Hey, a fresh batch of troops just got shipped in. We lost contact with them. Go see if you can find them. That was disturbing. Yeah. That the, fr- the
1: first that's time I watched, that was like whoa. Yeah, they were, like they didn't get their gas masks on in time. Oh
0: like, my God! Right? They're slow. like oh they they probably thought it was nothing and they and you know they they thought they were good to come out and they all took their gas masks off. And they were all you know same age as Paul when he signed up 17 18 19 20 they were all like yeah. young kids yeah and and cat was just like uh you know they took their gas masks off too early what are yeah. you gonna do yeah you know they you yeah. to keep them on
2: they didn't even they didn't even get to the front
0: right you're right. So, right such a waste,
2: yeah
0: yeah that's yeah you got to talk about that in heaven or hell right oh you're in the great war like what'd you do we, we got off the train <laughs> yeah like
1: we tried oh, it's so sad it, it is. is no i thought the, the whole entire movie i i thought was just generally heartbreaking like scene to scene just felt like every time was a little more each death felt a little worse like mm-hmm. it, it just i'm it, such a anti-war movie throughout like really really seeing some of those scenes was just like it choked me up a little bit. It's like, damn, they really made you feel it. it's like seventeen million people died roughly. But like they show that like people were just dead. Lots wow, of them. It's just it was yeah. tough. It was tough. Yeah. Um, my final notes are kinda of towards the end, but um, I I wrote his name was Trajan, the guy who got shot in the leg and was you know they think the war's over and he ends up they bring him food and like does you do you have cutlery and they're like yeah and he just starts stabbing himself in the neck with the fork and he also talked about like i don't know what i'm gonna do after the war and just that made it much harder. worse when he's like he knew he knew it's like i can't be an amputee i don't want to go home in general now i can't be an amputee
2: yeah no it's true that that is a heartbreaking part of the movie I know we like have said that a lot, but that that is like tough to watch when it's he like asks like where he's wounded on his leg, and then he just like kills himself like that. I don't know,
0: right in front of Paul too. It's he, yeah, know, he, he walks away from the somewhat fun they're having, brings him food, eat up, eat up. We're going, we're gonna be home soon, man. And he just how more PTSD, right? That, I mean, that's all I can yeah. put it. I mean, just when you think you've seen the worst from Paul's point of view, you just watch a dude that you serve with through the entirety of your of your time in the trenches just shiv himself to death with the fork that you gave him
2: right and he probably would survive it's just the thought of having to go home and be an amputee
0: right it's right like he he pro- that's and that makes it worse right he probably would it does have make, survived
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, he even not sadder no one no more. i'm sorry i was having some some technical issues i know i was we're hearing myself feedback again? i was oh, like okay. i don't he like sounds that sounds good now i was no, like but i but do not like that
0: we're a no feedback podcast you know, I appreciate I, that.
1: <laughs> me and Lily have the same headphones. High standards. These are definitely Lily's headphones. She just turned on what she thought was her headphones, which are my headphones, then connected to the computer, my computer. I'm like, Hunter, I can't hear you. Can we... And then it's, it's like, oh awesome. my
0: God. Can we get her out of the frame? <laughs> is this real, right? What is this, an F1 pit?
2: Hi, Lily. Equipment change.
1: What the hell, Bono? It's a technical nightmare. Come on, Bono. shut up bunno um (laughs) once again i apologize new conditions not in my well furnished studio not in the baltimore orioles double monitor double cheeked up on a monday afternoon no the roots aren't behind me anymore there's not a clap sign it's a night not a clap sign
0: on six minutes left it's looking bleak
1: um, thanks for that update.
0: You're welcome. Dan doesn't let me talk Knicks on here anymore. That's probably Dan's a good strictly, call. So. Strictly mm-hmm. do Sabres. We're a strictly yeah. 80s band. <laughs> strictly yeah, it. when
2: I went to – this is completely off topic. I had one more thing to say on that scene. But when I went to the Billy Joel concert, I did that bit so many times. It was like just to Rachel, but I did that <laughs> bit so many
0: times. I texted you. I was like, come on, get a video of you yelling it. I just wanted to see you sitting there and be like <laughs> – we didn't start the fire, buddy. And like, maybe nah. the guy in front of you turns around. What the fuck? Like, he just played that song.
2: I had to keep it the captions. I was in the, I was in the box.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was in well, a cor-
2: I was in a corporate environment.
0: Yeah, yeah, you had to keep the clientele under check, right? They couldn't yeah. let you know that you are a wild man. I am gonna right. keep this
1: distracted for a little bit. Me and Blake saw a Sixers next game. Very good time, but like, this is a February Sixers next game. It means oh something. My God, yeah. And we're in a box. The box next to us. There is a dude going. Just – Rachel, come on. Just going nuts for the Knicks. But then the Sixers start to score, and he also starts screaming. This man – reach! come on. This man starts oh, – no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You
2: can't say that.
1: It's live. Um,
0: <laughs> fucking live. Oh, cut that. Yeah, cut,
2: cut, yeah, that. cut that. Cut <laughs> this,
1: can't that. Can't say that. Right there. Warfare anyway.
0: Equal and Opportunity Act podcast. All right, everyone can get it. Uh,
1: title Nine, right? Um, <laughs> speaking of, anyway, this guy was just going absolute ape shit, and it was it was crazy. He was you no, know,
2: this guy, Hunter, just to like set the stage a little bit, right? Like we're in like these boxes. I'm pretty sure the box next to us is also a corporate thing. Like I've, on on week, when I've been there, you know, it's whatever people in button down shirts. This guy. He's, like, clearly drunk and, like, screaming at every play. <laughs> he is, like, calling plays. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, he yeah. thinks he's the coach. He's, like, pick and roll. Like, he's, like, doing the, like these, like, hand motions. He's, like, refs make a call. He's, like, giving his critique. He, I've never seen someone so invested in the game. And there's, like, little kids in the box and, like, an older guy. Like, it's, it's insane. He was definitely not allowed to come back. It was, it was the craziest scene I've seen. Had it
0: had to be like the cousin or the faraway brother from a high up oh, that like, yes. keeps fucking up oh, his yeah. life, but oh, like yeah. keeps getting second chances, you know? And he's like, he's, I'm not going to embarrass you, Tony. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'll keep it in check. Like, I'm not going to yell anything absurd. Has four beers. And he's like, yeah. send, send them beat back to Africa.
1: Yeah. And you're yeah. Like, Dude, yeah. You can't Cut that. that. Cut that. Can't, do Cut that. that. <laughs> can't say that. Um, <gasps> Like just you see, you're right. Maybe we're hunter. Maybe we need to delete all the files so the podcast. Can't say that. Maybe we're it's out. The,
0: it's out there. It's out there. Right. I'm getting buried for my next job when they find my uh, social media content.
2: Yeah. Um. Well. Um. Yeah. The dude was the dude was bad. I. It was definitely just like it was a Sunday game. No clients want to go on the weekends. You know, some guy or like family member, whatever, probably works there. Maybe he works there. I don't know.
0: He's the janitor. Um,
2: yeah, maybe he's the CEO. You never know, Hunter. But uh, yeah, right. I, I don't think he was. Uh, he was. He gambled way too much money oh, yeah. on this no. game. Blake, like been... way too
1: much. It was a Sunday,
2: like six six thirty p.m. game. It's the can't Lord's do that. Day.
1: It's you the Lord's Day. That. I I think when we realized at first, it's like, oh, he's having fun. When when I re- we realized it was going off the hook. When it was the fourth quarter, but there was like a foul on the floor. Like not two shots. We're talking yeah. on the floor, reaching Right, down. three minutes
0: into the second half. Means yeah, we're nothing.
1: talking to inbound, and he is like losing it. Yeah. He's just like losing it. It's like, I think this man needs to go.
0: Right, you hear yeah. you, someone sneaks out his bet slip. He's like, the dude took under four fouls in the first seven and a half minutes. Like, right. he, he's no. livid right now.
1: He had
2: a lot of different irons in the fire in that game. There was definitely not just there was not just one bet. There was a like lot of bets. He was rooting bats.
0: for the Knicks, which made sense. And then when the Sixers started coming back, he was really rooting for the Sixers. I
2: I hope deep down that he actually had no bets on the game. Yeah, and he just no. really cares about the Knicks that much. Sure, it would be inspiring. Like it. It was an if all-time. You, if you scene. can find it was that all-time. much
0: joy in just a regular basketball Sunday game, then yes. you know what—anything is possible for anyone.
2: It it really was a situation where we were watching the game him more than the game. Yeah, like it, it was, became it became about him, and the Sixers started losing. So yeah, right. it, so, it yeah. became about him.
1: Right, right, right. right. Um, um, final thoughts about the movie? Yeah. Yes,
2: I just want to say something about the scene where the guy kills himself. I thought it was like interesting how it was so dark even though they had just announced the armistice. Like it yeah. felt like as dark a moment as anything.
0: Right. Not like just because he gets of, into the
2: infirmary. Yeah. Not just because of them killing themselves, but even when he talks to cat afterward, like it's just all very depressing. Um, so I thought it did a good job of just showing what we talked about earlier where the war was over, but it's still like for the soldiers was still this kind of hopeless situation even Mm -hmm. if they did survive and then obviously they got sent to battle anyways but
1: right yeah and it felt like a lot of people were celebrating but uh from paul's perspective at least what we were getting we were getting like his pov but like a lot of other people were celebrating but like at times wherever he went whatever he was around still felt dark and like yeah maybe other people yeah even when they were
0: drinking it felt like they were drinking to death you know what i mean like every like in the distance it looks like they're having a blast then he gets closer and they're like, we won you know it's like that's not happy
2: and even the guy who did like confront paul about the celebration was like clearly mentally ill Mm -hmm.
0: right
2: you know like it it was no there's nothing like positive people aren't like cheering whatever in a normal way it was this weird kind of celebration it was it
1: was It was, it was
2: eerie and then obviously all that bad stuff happened during it but
1: it um, Yeah, can yeah. And uh, something, my last note on here. Um, so like when Kat dies and we bring him back to the, Paul brings him back to her. I wanted to
0: talk about that too. Well, just that scene in general, but he goes back to the. Yeah, We,
1: continue, we actually continue could continue talk about a. that final goose scene, um, but ties into, so like he brings it back and it's like, oh, it's such a shame. Like the doctor's like on the ceasefire, like the war's over is the last day. Very unlucky of him. Yeah. There still is that like one more battle. Uh, mm-hmm. and then Paul ends up dying at the last battle, mm-hmm. like, at the last moment getting stabbed in the back nonetheless. And it's like, I don't know. It, it felt so funny that, like, th- that guy's unlucky, but then we really see what luck is towards the end. He yeah. lasted how long? We said Paul was lucky, right? He lasted 18 months, and then it ends, like, that, getting stabbed in the back at the last right. That That's what luck shows you.
2: Right, it's like an irony where he really was the most unlucky of all of because yeah. he had yeah. new experience all of it and see mm-hmm. everybody die mm-hmm. and then in the end it's like really the lucky one is I, out of the choices of the group the lucky one's probably ludwig who yeah. died right,
0: right know, off the bat and didn't have to who just or died that. right off the bat yeah. or
2: maybe cat having to not die on that battlefield like in some ways it's like he did die to get shot but dying in that farmer's field is probably a lot better than like Meaning a flamethrower or a trench shovel or something, you know, it's yeah. like, it's just like, or like Ludwig, get your leg blown off,
1: you know, yeah. and like sheer shovel. terror. I don't know. It's like when, not a lot of good ways to die.
0: No, there's not. No. The word
1: trench shovel is gonna haunt me tonight.
0: <laughs> <Trench> <laughs> yeah. No, that's it's an egregious killing tool.
1: Yeah, they, he uses it. Paul uses it. in yeah.
2: the first main battle, and he like hits a yeah. guy in the forearm. It's like fuck. Yeah. That would hurt so like like
0: a bitch, like a bitch. that would hurt
2: so bad. Trench shovel. I I'd be you a get main, hit with a trench sure. shovel. He takes it like this.
0: Yeah, he's like, hey, you know, no, oh. no not for me. Just... Um, re- real quick, the last thing I wanted to talk on the ca- the cat scene that he died. I mean, I thought right off the jump when he was rolling up to that farm again, I, I kind of had a feeling something bad was going to happen because they'd gone a few times previously in the movie. And each time the farmer gets a little smarter and a little more out of pocket, you know, the first time he steals it and he runs away and he comes outside. And he's like, what the fuck, you know, come on. And then the next time he shoots. And then this time it just gets a little darker and he gets locked in and it's a trap. And then you're sitting there. Why'd you do that? Like, the war the war is pretty much over what are you right. doing and then of course he gets shot and you're like i saw that coming right by the kid he's like hey it's like hold on hold on he's like hold on
2: yeah uh, there's probably some kind of there's probably some kind of imagery about cap being killed by a child with his son being dead but probably. i'm not going to psychoanalyze that but i'm sure that's mm. something
0: but okay I, I can i can connect those I'm guys. just going to throw
2: that out there someone someone sure. else can break that down
0: someone's done it someone's done it not, a, some, not that type of bug.
1: yeah
2: i'm not i'm not sure how heady we want to get right now but
1: um, uh, when he yeah. does go back the second time, so Hunter he goes he goes twice, but like they go it's the second time when Paul goes in, and is like, I was like Paul's this is how Paul does. He got a little greedy at the end, the right? Wanted the yeah, goose. I thought that too. He wanted the goose. He's mm-hmm. like, you just know something's gonna happen, and then they escape. But that little kid had that look, and then he comes back to kill cat out there. So uh, yeah. when they went in, I was like, this is it. That sucks. I mean, yeah, wanted boiled goose. Boiled goose. <laughs> What's that from? Lonely Island. The Lonely that's Island right. music yeah, video for Boombox. Right. Box. Uh, I didn't even consider that. It was boiled goose? Boiled goose. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. I don't. I'm out of notes here. If like, yeah, if you have Any some I, final ones? Um.
2: No, snack. I'm just. Let me. Um. Yeah, it's chickens. I'm having trouble reading. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think that pretty much. Uh, pretty much covers it.
0: Well, then I think it's, it's time done. for rankings, huh? Wait,
1: let me check the saber score.
0: They lost. It's over. 3-2. Oh, 31
1: seconds left in the third. Yeah, it's done.
0: It's done. Oh, thirty six. This was a huge game.
1: It's devastating.
0: Gotta wear red and black, black awesome. next time. I'm staring at Rachel right now to see if she jumps up in the air in the next 10 seconds. She has not um, too happy. Well, why'd she over. Does that? They lost. They lost. My
1: yeah. feelings. <laughs> My oh. only last point was just uh, give Hunter ten seconds. You talk, like we're, yeah, we're, we're yeah should, I shouldn't steps. try to fight through this. No, because you know you can tell when Hunter's like half watching sports in the background. Yeah, I'm back yeah. in. Like he's he's never really good. there. It's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I do
2: segueing into rankings. I did think that this was like one of the most like, real-feeling war movies i ever watched. Yeah. Like, I saw someone I saw someone compare it to 1917. Like, oh, 1917 is just as much an anti-war, whatever. I don't think it's even comparable. Like, is no. a very good movie. It's an easier movie to watch. Like, I could watch 1917 <laughs> yeah. with my mom, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. This yeah. movie is very hard to watch, and I think yeah. that's a good thing. Like, I think that that's the point um but i don't know i saw someone make like this 1917 comparison and like besides the fact that they're both world war one I, I just feel like it's like different it scales could be, yeah everything. it's not even the same i think it's thing. just because world war one movies
1: released recently honestly yeah
2: no I, and even compared to like a uh, saving private ryan it's like saving private ryan like we talked about earlier like has a like, heroes and they had a mission and at the end of the day like Private Ryan survived and there's like this great heroic, the P 51s come over and blow up the tanks and like everything's fine. And there's like this glory of the sacrifice. It's like very, in a lot of ways it shows the horrors of war, but it also glorifies it, which is fine. There are people that deserve that. You know, I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing um, because it definitely does like honor the sacrifices that were made. But Mm -hmm. this movie I did like how it was, there's no redeeming quality,
0: no about it. It was it was just you know? war, war Because out. that
2: it almost, especially with World War One, that is like at least the narrative and definitely what the reality was. Just yeah, just was death. pointless. Yeah, just, death.
0: just fighting was, over no, no like farmland.
1: Yeah, well said. I uh, I was just like talking to Lily about the movie, and I was like, well, "One's probably good. You didn't, didn't watch it? Um, yeah, it's not. Like, I'm not. Yeah, nah." But I was, like, just explaining the trench warfare a little bit. I was, like, using my hands. Like, this is the French. This is the Germans. The Germans move this way. And then the next day, it's like this. And maybe they move two up and two back. It's just, like, the whole time, they never – I love when they give that text at the end. It's like they were just fighting over 100 meters the whole time. 17 million people for using my hands. But however many hundred meters got pushed one way, and then it ended up getting pushed back. And, like, that is – yeah the the text at the end the text at the end really is like what sold me not sold me but like they just wanted to get to paris
0: that's all yeah what they just wanted to get to paris petty they did they didn't want to
1: get to
2: paris they were stuck in champagne the technology versus the tactics in world war one just is really what made it so devastating
1: yeah um should we do the rankings yeah you got a oh one hundred recent rankings like scores,
0: yeah. Sorry, like score. Yeah, what did we score in the movie?
1: Oh, um, like a number score. Yeah, like a number score out of hundred. Yeah, you're 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 new. This is your first ever score, so this sets... The- I
2: know. I don't know how tough you guys are. I will say. So I think there are like some, you know, like you guys were talking about overacting. Like there's some things with the movie that are hits, but I I think I just really enjoyed the like message of it um and how they conveyed it. So I, I enjoyed it, especially the first time I saw it. I thought it was like amazing. Um uh, mm-hmm. probably say like an eighty five.
0: Yep. Like yeah. I it's like fun. it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I'm higher. No it's um, fine. Um,
1: Oh, you're high? Me and Hunter
2: Jennings.
0: Yes. We're not maybe generous. maybe yeah. I was
2: too... Not, no, now I think I was too tough on it because I really enjoyed it. I
0: just was, it, I didn't know where we were. If you feel better, it's I a, already had my score written down, so nothing you would say was going to influence that. So I don't know if you thought that maybe we were going to react to your initial score. No, I don't score. know. No.
2: Okay. Of course, give your whatever score. I, it's, hard, okay. it, it's hard to come up with um, a number
1: out of nowhere. It's like, I don't know. That's good. Two, I, yeah, two, I don't two, know. Right, right. Is um,
2: 93 perfect or is 100 perfect? You
1: know?
0: We don't know. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we flop around. It's fine. It's all good. We usually stay in the eighties range for just about everything we review, so it really doesn't <laughs> Right, matter. just to
2: say safe. That's what I was doing. I went with the eighty five, just the right, most like so line for that. So baseline. It's like
0: no matter what, any score you give is probably gonna be higher than IMDB and then lower than Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. So it's like you'll be all right.
2: You know, I'll take a risk to just push on the point that I really enjoyed the movie, eighty-eight final
0: score. Good. Okay. I'll, I'll keep it there. Okay. because I, I
2: did really enjoy the movie. Want I want the score to convey that.
0: For sure. Um well one to all the points you said I loved it. and two, i I love a war movie that that really does show it, right and and to your point, this is the definition of that, right? there's there's no mission, there's no goal. there's no there's no anything that really measures the whole thing right? It's just strictly war and the message that it shows you was like, this was fucking horrible. this sucked. The movie is you watching it get worse and worse every single day. And with that being said, right, I, I really compared this whole movie to like that opening scene in saving Private Ryan, right? like just fucking crazy bullets flying everywhere what the fuck is going on and then when you tie that in with the actual stories of the people you're following right like cat paul who honestly are the big main two and then your couple other side characters i think it really shows you this journey that really never was right i mean they didn't really go anywhere they didn't really do anything except out of their routine but at the same time they did a thousand lives worth of shit right stuff that yeah. people wouldn't see ever you know they did day in nah. and day out for fucking almost two years right just for it to end in ultimate heartbreak um, so with that being said, I did like the acting, right? I, I think if you find a good movie, a, a movie is only good enough, um, to read the subtitles if it's really fucking worth it, right? Like sometimes you might click a movie and be like, this movie sucks. Like, I'm not going to read the subtitles, yeah. whatever. Like, I think the whole thing of two of this movie being made in German and following it like that just made it so much more intense because it's German, such an intense language. And I think it just added to the effect. Um, sure. so with yeah, Don
2: It's their, Don't, it's their story it is you yeah know? i right. mean i think that does matter like it's their author and yeah their perspective
0: very true right i mean how many times have we all sat down and watched a movie from the true german point of view or the point of view of, of the bad guys in the in the wars that the u.s have been in right yes. um so with that being said i also gave it an 88 88 was my score. Wow. There we go. so i go like ahead. that we're, we're dancing with the devil now
2: i'm figuring the show out
0: yeah, no. I'm breaking. I'm
2: breaking it down. I'm breaking it. Down. I'm
0: not gonna say we're cookie cutter, but we follow guidelines.
1: I like that. So, I don't uh, know what that means, but I like that. No, no one knows what that means, but I. Recently... <laughs> well, just a little bit of structure. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. yeah. I um. Yeah, there, there's. You were like, you got notes. Well, we're gonna talk about the movie. I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
2: I. I mean, I saw it right away. I'm. I'm happy we stayed on track as we did, somewhat linearly. When Hunter, when you did the uh, the this reviews. Oh okay. No, no, no. When you guys started in the beginning with the reviews and Hunter, the look on your face. I was like,
0: "Oh, pure shock." Pure You you didn't even know. He didn't even
1: know that was a segment. You no. didn't know that was a segment. Just, no. It just
0: just never even i usually send there. three reminders and this time i sent like zero
1: that. so he didn't he didn't get he didn't get bumped and there he, look the screen just turned white he's looking for more right now he's doing still it. it's still alone
0: it's still alone
1: <laughs> it's it reminds me of like when i watch the barstool
2: podcast and i think it's, it's usually billy but like you know but it's just like there's the one guy in the group where it's like they send what time they record they have this group chat doesn't matter no not not coming with notes not no. it you were on time.
0: I, I managed. No, we'll I was see. on time. I've, I've been a lot better of getting here at 9. That's shower, I'm right? proud of
1: you. Um, you. I, before I get to my review. so Yeah, what is it?
0: Hat back then? No,
1: recently I... Uh, it's because I haven't showered in years. Um, you don't have to announce oh. that. Well, that's why I'm wearing a hat. How does Lily
0: feel? She probably smells you little pig. That's
1: close quarters.
0: Oh, he's got some mud flaps on that boy. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Um, all I was going to say is I counted up <laughs> my, all, all of our scores, like for movies and TV shows. And like, let's say total, mine's at 540, yours is at 538. Like there is no, every once in a while I go too higher, you go too higher. I go, it's just like, we're not that far off. Speaking of going too higher, I have a review for you. Um, Yes. So as we may know, I haven't seen a ton of war movies. I've seen my fair share, Um, but I really, really enjoyed this. And we've been talking about how it's like such an anti-war movie and like, the reason i thought that i got driven home so much because it was all show no tell like there it wasn't dialogue war is bad this general's making me do this it was all show you got to come up with that on your own Mm. do you think what they're going through is bad worth it so like that being said like i mean reading the subtitles became easy because it wasn't that dialogue heavy so like i was fully immersed i was really really feeling the emotions like and In terms of sound design, cinematography, all of that was really, really well done. and felt really, really big budget. So I loved it. I really loved it. Um, I gave it a 90. Nice. A minus.
2: You know what uh, popped into my head with what we were talking about with just like the hopelessness of the movie, like not a real plot necessarily? Kind of reminds me of Platoon, if you guys have ever seen Platoon. That's the only one movie I could actually think of where it like drives home the point of like the senselessness kind of of the conflict, at least yeah. in an American setting. Cause I think it is hard. I think it's easier for American audiences to accept that when it's German. And I think mm-hmm. the German people are very programmed. Like the wars were bad. We deserved it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, they don't have the glorified view of it right. that we keep because like we liberated the continent from fascism. And so it's yeah. just a different perspective, you know? So I feel like that's the only American war movie I could think of where, I I mean, maybe there's a goal in Platoon. I can't remember, but it's pretty much just they all get shot in the jungle at the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Except for Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Yeah, except for Charlie Sheen. Except for for
2: Charlie that does. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the, the sergeant does. Speaking of true American heroes, yeah, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. But there is a villain. There is a villain and a good guy, to be fair.
0: That is true. That is
1: true. So a little different,
2: but yeah, it just popped into my head.
1: No, it's a good point because I enjoyed this being from the German perspective because it's like yeah. us, us three have probably seen total five foreign films, six, seven maybe. I'll yeah, I so. did. I, uh, yeah, we saw. Yeah. Parasite, we count, can
0: we like, can we count Squid Games? That's a show. No. Well, then I, yeah, five.
2: One time I watched this movie called M. It was the most cinema buff thing ever. It's like from the 1930s Germany. And it was, I think it's sound. It's not, I don't think it's silent. I think there's sound. But this is like a total tangent, but it just you, foreign films this is literally the only one I can think of. Um, but it was like really, it was kind of interesting, but it's like about this like serial killer, but it's from 1930. So it's just like a weird, like how culture was so different back then. Yeah. But it's like this child serial killer, but it's like a 1930s black and white film. It's really oh. weird. I don't, I don't even know sure. if I call it good, but yeah. It's not like graphic or anything. It's just like... no.
0: It's something where if you went to film school, they would bring that up. Yeah, so, yeah. Like exactly. your first day of orientation, has everyone seen this film? And you're like, I don't. I've never.
1: Yeah, it's like that. That is
2: foreign film. Like, yeah. I don't even know why I watched it.
1: Yeah. Danny looking it up. No, I'm looking up this. Speaking of, in this one film class, I had to watch a movie called The Red Balloon that came in in 1950. Came out in 1956. Did you say you like that one? The Red Balloon. Uh, I can't remember now. No, the Red Balloon sounds like. I feel
0: like one day you were like, I watched the Red Balloon. Mm.
1: I did it's on HBO. If you want to watch it, it's. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, it's fine. I liked Moonlight. That was when I had to watch for class. I was really. Is that foreign? No, that's the that's Moonlight's the gay the, dude, right? Yeah, but that's not. Yeah, that's not a foreign. About the class. I'll yeah, but talk,
0: we're we we were talking about the regular foreign yes, films the red that we've red seen, blue. and you yes. said Moonlight. I'm like, I'm pretty sure those are American actors, and he's gay. So. Is that a cut? third cut it. Cut that. cut that. that
1: <laughs> That was because it didn't make sense and it was offensive. Cut that. <laughs> that's
0: the, it, it, if it's offensive, it at least has to, it at least has to make sense. Maybe that's both out, boxes. But...
2: If you if you check both of those boxes, you got it. Just it's
0: out. just fucking heinous at that point. It's just heinous. Yeah. You can't uh-huh. just can't
2: say that. Move on. No. Cut it. Cut okay. it. Scrap it. Dump it. Um, all, right, you know. all right, quick quick top three, top five. Just yeah, just list hit them some off. of
1: your favorite war movies. Yeah.
2: So I would say platoon. We, I know we just talked about it. That's definitely up Olive there. Oliver Stone. Um, I would. I uh, obviously saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down. Two other quick ones, and then I don't know. The, I now I feel like I'm just gonna miss shit. And like, do I count what like a movie are, like this Last? Is kind
0: of on the spot. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I would count like like a movie like Last Samurai. I don't. That's like a really good movie, but the, yeah. You know, it's a little different. Um Tom I would probably say, I really like We Were Soldiers.
0: I know um, you're going to say that you you love Mel Gibson.
2: Just say it I, I, get that yeah record. yeah. Just say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm saying, but it that's a very intense war movie. Um, it's good. Um, I might go with Dunkirk. I really like Dunkirk. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. one of those up there, and then um, I would probably I honestly would put All Quiet on the Western Front in my top five. Uh, so I, if I... any, if anything, I might cycle out one of the two movies I named. Yeah. Think of a different one, but whatever. That's the four are for sure. Uh, but I, I thought this movie was really unique and makes you think and has like an impact. It's like an impactful mm-hmm. movie yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, but it, it sticks with you. Yeah, yeah, it
2: definitely stays with you more than just like your average movie. So for
1: sure,
0: oh no doubt. Yeah, yeah but you, you like you think about those scenes for like the next three days and imagine what they were thinking in real yeah.
2: life. And you know what? I'm going to say take out Scrap, We Were Soldiers, The Patriot.
0: Patriot is a top movie for me. So it's funny. So I I am swapping
2: out Mel Gibson with Mel Gibson. I realize that. He just has Uh, happened to have been Braveheart, Patriot, and We Were Soldiers are three very good war movies, and there's not mm -hmm. that many great war movies. Just throwing that out there. But it is a coincidence. Um, It's not an implicit backing of any of his views.
0: So are you going to go on record and say I love it? Or explicit either. Are you going to go on record and say I love Mel Gibson or no?
1: I will not. That was a good. That was a good PR take. That was a well media trained man right there. Uh, yeah, not too <laughs> yeah, too bad. Yeah, just the in minister case... of
0: propaganda over here is going to spin you. Please
1: don't. Please don't use the term minister after the. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: because now you're starting to loop in. People start to wonder about the the review from earlier with World War II. Mm. It's just yeah. Um, we we did, don't want to cut any more of this.
0: Let's just say too do Don't say it. Oh, cut, this. Um,
2: cut this
1: cut cut that cut yes yeah. inappropriate More,
0: maybe that's the name of the episode cut that i kind of like that that has got a ring to it episode yeah. 75 cut that the last oh, one was called God.
1: hot mike so we're just we're just we're <laughs> on the hot seat two, in general. two words yeah.
0: two words buzzwords every single episode cut hot that. Mike. what the hot mike right like hot mic like uh, the end oh, of shit. the
2: uh, the jinx do you catch you catch barker admitting to like a murder in the bathroom or something well, have Does you be- seen that in a jinx where he uh where he admits oh spoiler, he admits all of it, like on hot mic.
1: Oh what's the no? jinx? No, no? Oh, no Jinx is either nah, never mind. Robert There
2: that's like a famous documentary. <laughs> it's like about this rich dude, Robert Durst, who like was around these three people at different times in his life who all died. And it's like the jinx is that he was like there but like didn't do it. Yeah. And this like film crew follows him, and then I already gave it away. But at the end he admits all of it on Hot mic
1: awesome. while they're
2: interviewing him. That's awesome. Like, he goes into the bathroom and he's like, oh shit, they got you. They, You know they got you now.
1: Just oh, he's like talking so. to himself.
2: Yes. And they like, oh, it's like an fuck. HBO crew is recording it. He's like the son of this real estate billionaire from New York and the family still like owns stuff.
1: Burning heat um, off. So I'm just imagining it's a, it's, the, it's, the, the sound guy be like... Oh, no, like, yeah. We, it, it's like the Ben Lana thing. We got him. We got him. No, no but Ladies seriously, and we got him. get the fucking that, camera on me.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was really like that. That's like a big. That was a thing. He was on trial. I forget what happened, but uh,
0: I would yeah. I would hope guilty.
2: Yeah, he's super old now, so I don't know. He, he looked <laughs> like he was gonna die. It was during COVID. I'm not sure how to check out, but
0: he had tits like a forty. Not a great
2: years. guy, Robert well, Durst. Not confirmed, oh. not a great guy. Oh that's that's t- what I'll hits. say.
1: Pondy, Yeah, Pondy's the coolest.
2: <laughs> he did, he did look sick. I'll send you, I'll send you a picture.
0: Yeah, let me get a picture of this guy. Let me get <laughs> he really a. You really He really looked bad. Right, that, that could be the. was like peak COVID.
2: It was like peak COVID, like COVID travel or uh, peak COVID trial. He's like right. in like a mask. He's frail. Right. Not he's a good. It was there, not he's, good. He's
0: got this. His eyes are drooping a little bit. Maybe he's got the glasses. I'm like, what'd you fucking say? You know, one of those.
1: Yeah. While he's <laughs> um, um, well, looking it up, on like the only war movies I've seen, I can think of um i've seen dunkirk loved it okay David, okay. save it private ryan loved it that was a must um yeah. i liked zero dark 30 a lot oh um, sure um i liked oh, this great, movie all quiet on the western front um other than that i'm running pretty dry
0: well you're cultured you call yourself the host of a movie podcast
1: no, I'm the guide of this yeah, movie this is... experience. No, 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 no. I'm not the host. That's a tough the, one, dude. I'm the guide for your movie and TV show. Experience. You're the guide,
0: right? You, we're all writing this at the same time, mm. right? Like you're 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 doing this with your artists or with your yes. listeners. Yes,
1: Dan, have you ever seen
2: Apocalypse Now? Right that now.
0: was one of mine. How about I get to speak, huh? No, no. I was just
2: saying that that's a movie where it's like a war movie, but it's not a war. You know, it's yeah. like there's not a lot of battle sequences. It's more like a psychological. Show the how strange vietnam was i don't know yeah you might like that okay let's order okay. so talk about
0: it i'll subtly pick should i say apocalypse yeah you're right Maybe yeah I'm no talk about.
2: about it sorry i didn't mean the right. well, it
0: obviously i'm going to say saving private ryan black hawk down those are all time films i have probably seen each of them 15 times no joke um i think all quiet on the western front definitely cracks top 5 like it might be 3 like it might go saving private ryan black yeah. hawk down and then all quiet on the western front like it's just that it really good wasn't of a movie. yeah um, and then I, I was going to say apocalypse now, like, and, and, to your point, you know, it, it, I guess it wouldn't technically be a war movie, but you get the occasional battles, I, but like,
2: it is, I mean, it's about the Vietnam war. It's just the mission he's on. It's not as much like the traditional conflict.
0: Right. True. And okay.
2: I also, I I uh, read heart of darkness not that long ago. Mm. Um, not to be a book guy right now on this mm. podcast, but I have read two book books. I yeah. have read two books, both under 150 pages in the last two years. So. <laughs> um, I read the, I read the alchemist. I read the heart of darkness. They're like this thick. So, but, um, that movie is like, it's like a mirror, um, of heart of darkness apocalypse now, like the whole travel down the river. And then there's this guy, I forget the name. Well, clearly I didn't read that oh, but, okay. um, but I think it's, I think it's the same name. As the of, Apocalypse Now guy. Oh, okay. I forget what they call him. But um, uh, whatever. But it's that, that was interesting. So Hunter, you should read that. Okay. He's
0: reading um, Rich Dad,
1: Poor uh, Dad right now. So he's a little busy.
0: Rich Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, it's <laughs> a short read. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what does he even um, talk
1: about in that book?
0: Uh, dude, I, I got eight pages in and then wish I never bought it. Investing um, in your Roth IRA or something. I'm just trying to figure out my life, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I would you know, do I not would,
1: bring up retirement right now.
0: I was, I, I would say the Civil War movie Glory. I don't know if any of you guys. Have that's, seen yes, that
1: that's with, a great movie
0: with Matthew Broderick. I yes. freaking absolutely love that. And then I just forgot the other one I was going to say. Um, oh, I, have, God, I really forgot what I was going to say. I have this so like there's very a couple very other ones. I'm just very American clear uh,
2: Sorry, go
0: ahead. American Sniper. American, American, that's American, a great
2: American movie. Cycle. Yeah. Have a special connection to the American sniper movie. But I can't share it.
1: That's
0: going to
2: leave you with a cliffhanger. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off camera.
0: What the uh, fuck? <laughs> cut that. <there. laughs> we are our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Did he just say that on the hot mic? Did he just say I'll tell you off-script?
2: <laughs> yeah, that was you might have to cut oh, that. God. There there's a real story there, but it's not it's not for the podcast.
0: Me, um, the because I'm a bad guest.
1: Because I'm a bad guest. I'm not willing to share any real stories with uh, the, the public. Was it uh, romantic? If you were a good guest, you would have endorsed Mel Gibson. So I'm going to get this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you were a good no, guest, yeah.
0: you would have endorsed him. I, right? I, I had my chances
1: it. to make this a clippable podcast. I
2: chose to protect my career and whatever, so.
1: No, you um, he's uh, you've made me think that me and Hunter both need to go back and archive some footage. And scrub. And, no, I card. think the
0: word is scrub. Uh, I think
1: we need to uh, scrub. You, you, you probably can't. do. I think it'll probably, it'll be
2: fine. But uh, like, I, I feel like anyone who's hiring Hunter, they're probably they, they know saying what they're that. Writing? Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of goes with the territory of like the, the 100 mile an hour energy guy you just hired. Like he has a they podcast. It- you think he's just not saying that stuff.
0: So like if we're going to do a culture hire we have to be prepared with the backlash right right, right? Yeah. it's like they have to know if he's going to come with some baggage you
2: know, and they that. just gamble he doesn't get senior enough to where it comes out
0: right and, and if that makes it to the people versus hunter andres in the 2030 netflix special so be it right, right. risk versus right. reward right like you work your way, way you're all gonna the get way publicity up. you're going to get publicity
2: work your way all the way up the ladder you're the head of like sales at salesforce or something Right. And Just they're like, Microsoft. you literally said
0: on camera, I hate women. And it's like, yeah. well, that's, yeah. you know, that could be miscon—that was misconstrued. Those were, those right. That were... Yeah. Like... <laughs> Play the whole clip. Play the whole <laughs> clip. And, and right. When it's taken out of after... context. Yeah. the <laughs> context said, are... We actually love women on this podcast. Five minutes after that, I said that.
2: The issue with you is the context definitely would be worse.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely yeah, would be worse. But...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we have to hope they don't have the whole clip. Somebody just sent them that five second things with like an anonymous email and said, here's what you need.
1: Like an
2: example of that would be you called Dan, I think Dan or me, the Minister of Propaganda, which in the context of the movie sounds a little weird. And then you went out of your way to reinforce that by saying Joseph Goebbels."
0: Now I You know, am, like
2: if, if you if you follow <laughs> the thread, it gets worse. Actually. <laughs>
0: I, I'm gonna ask our creative director now, Mike, who just got promoted, to put to to clip together some of the things you said so it sounds like you're saying what we wanted you to say. So what I mean by that is uh, I I not like, yeah. it's gonna be you saying and I love Mel Gibson and he just really changed the world and it makes me think of Joseph Goebbels, right? Like, oh, it's gonna right. It's, it, it's gonna obviously be cut and pasted. That'd be a tough one. It's a deep take.
1: What it's, I think i really going it's going to be like, Blake's going to be like, so happy to be Trench Shovel, Mel Gibson, yeah. Trench Shovel. I love him. You know, Like we, we use the
0: Google voice just to say passion of the Christ, right? And it's like the whole thing.
2: <laughs> I get AI'd. I get deep They I don't even know
0: if that's his voice, right? You got, like, dubbed. Yeah.
1: You got, you got dubbed. dubbed.
0: You got dubbed. You got dubbed over hard. Deep, deep fake. You got fucked.
1: You got fucked. Um, I I do want to say oh, oh, a while ago I showed Lily like a clip from her podcast where she's like listen to what Hunter said it was so funny and she just looks at me did not laugh she goes uh, you you're trying to get a job like you can't say that I was like I didn't say it Hunter said it she's like
0: yeah. you can't you I can't be associated too. with that it was the Rainbow Kitten Surprise thing I think I
1: oh like, <laughs> like, it, was <laughs> the, it was the, like the R K the, the yeah t- yeah
0: it got a little ugly
1: maybe I should archive that but
0: it's like I can't be framed for that if I'm a supporter of them right um, it's like you,
2: you said I'm something. getting pretty worried about having come on this
1: podcast.
0: We, we caught we caught things.
1: The only person who listens is my parents, so you're fine on that end. Yeah, but it's <laughs> out there. And then like someone finds out
2: Hunter said whatever dark, twisted stuff he said about Rainbow Kid Surprise. Mm. Then I was on the pod at the same time. Mm. Mm. Let's give full context to the viewers.
1: I don't know that.
0: Full frontal nudity. <laughs> We're an open book on this podcast.
1: Okay. Uh, see, the, pro- the problem is... Me and Hunter both have regular jobs, and we're not famous podcasters. So, like, famous podcasters can, you know. Yeah, it doesn't famous. matter. We do no this podcast. for our
0: entertainment. There's no flack.
1: This is, There's no flack. This is a hobby of ours.
0: <laughs> this is a for fun event. There is no value.
1: Provided no, we, don't, we don't make money. We don't get people comment on Instagram. This is a, <laughs> <it's> a hobby. <laughs> Would you guys think you'd be better off? At
2: this point, just this is a video journal and you just send it via zip file to people. <laughs> <laughs> and that way you keep it offline, you say whatever you want.
0: Yeah. Hunter
2: Hunter can really Maybe get Hunter bride, can really right. unleash the beast.
0: No, this just turns into a video log manifesto that just gets uh, yeah, it's, out to so like 25 people every week. Like you know what I mean?
2: And it slowly just decays, like the con it gets dark. It just over time just really starts to go down. Hunter's like in a dark room with like a hood on. He's, you know, he's just really talking about some evil stuff.
1: Right. I can see it go bro.
2: there. No. Oh, wow.
0: Like, that's how it starts. Can we cut that, like, dude? I can't <laughs> be on
2: this shit. What is he talking
0: we can, about? We can cut that. All right, we should wrap it up. What is We're a backwards angle?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even make sense. That's why it's getting cut. It was offensive, and it just, that was not Check. That was not it. Is oh offensive,
1: and it's oh, two for two on
0: this. Oh, my God. Okay, let's cut that. <laughs> Uh, scores 88, 88, no. 90 all quiet oh on the Western Front German film we loved it it's a war film
1: yeah, it's it, gonna take Dan four hours to edit this no gonna, you, yeah oh, it's gonna kill me um all right yeah Blake thank you for coming on the podcast thank you Blake thank right. awesome. yeah I
2: hope it was I hope it went okay
1: <laughs> no it did you did great you were our second roommate second former roommate to be on the podcast um Barks obviously being first um. So we have a few more to add. I'm not sure if the other roommates are fit for the internet. podcast. You you know, maybe you should t- you should have Fenner
2: on and talk about Draft Day. Oh, Jesus Christ! Does, does he I, love it, or I've <laughs> it?
0: I've I've got bad dreams. Does he love it or dreams. hate it? Yeah, I've got bad dreams. He goes, and Kevin Costner—it's his best appearance since Dances with Wolves. And I go, yeah, we're done here. I go, we're Wait, done. Wait,
2: he loves Draft Day.
0: I'm sure I have knows. no it's idea, but it's it's, it's a, a
2: it's a football movie about the Browns. That that it's feels right. like as much in his wheelhouse as, hits House as
0: it, it hits home. Yeah, honestly, like what if you just
2: watched a game? Others. You just right. like watch like the twenty nineteen Steelers playoff game or something. Just
0: watch. it. <laughs> that would be caught <laughs> to down. Steal I mean, the Steelers and There would be malicious words.
2: Yeah, maybe like have them have a couple of bourbons. Just see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um, You're not going to be able to release it. That would that. be zip file. Zip file. That, that's zip file.
0: That's zip file. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to name that's, it. I, I've that's said encrypted. Ex-
0: that's, zip file. that's encrypted.
1: This podcast episode is nah. going to be named like P-O-D-W-R-Y dot 744 zip. Backslash, F-
0: backslash.
1: F-L-Y, you know, zip. Yeah. yeah.
0: Dragon.
1: It's deep in there. I'm going to text right now, Fenner, do you like draft day?
0: Okay. That's the end of this. It's the, that doesn't need to be on recording. Maybe oh, it does. Maybe you don't get to hit like the stop
1: button. I get it. I can the I just the have to pee. I'm who's, gonna be frank. Who's who's in charge of propaganda? Who's the minister? I can the He said the it. He said it. Hot mic cut. Uh, thanks again, Blake. You've been such a great guest. Blake, thank we'll you for soon. coming on. Thanks for William asking Blake. This, was William fun. Blake. this was fun. <laughs> William Blake, no last name. This uh, this went longer than my publicist said,
2: but I, yeah, I was <laughs> repping it, it. William yeah. Blake. William Blake.
1: <laughs> William yeah, it's Blake. That's fine. We're William not going to comment on that because the podcast. I want your hair
0: slicked back next time you're on this podcast.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can make back. that All right.
0: happen. William Blake. All right, William Blake. All right, William Blake. William well,
1: Blake. did? William yeah. <laughs> Thank you, we're just all, we're playing him off with the music. Play off. <laughs> you guys right? are the real artists. <laughs> William Blake. 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 Dan, I'm. I, this needs the podcast needs now nah. All right, let's give it up for William Blake. He did great. Thank you,
0: William Blake. Wow, William I mean, Blake. That guy, William Blake. First William off, Blake. let's give him one more round of applause. One more round of
1: applause. William Blake. I mean
0: that. Guy, let's one last time. Right, all right, fine. the charm. William, William Blake. Blake.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean that guy just has so much knowledge. I. It's. I mean just to hear him talk, he's captivating.
1: Yeah, and his hair has just got so much. Fluff so much, pfft. so much yeah.
0: poof, so much poof. Some some call a modern day Will Ferrell.
1: Mm. He definitely loves that one. Hoagie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the Hoag man, the um, Hoagster. You want to talk about what you've been watching, boss man?
0: Yes. What have I been watching? So coming coming close to the end of Modern Family. I think I have about two seasons hey, left. I'm- I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Um, you know, I mean, when you get on the modern family for a night, if that's your show, then I, I mean, you're easily ripping off six, seven episodes, 20 minutes right. a pop. I mean, they just flow. Maybe you're texting. doesn't matter. Um, I, this weekend I watched three of the four hunger games. I have to watch the fourth one. I recently I, watched the first. Yeah. So, so good. Um, and then Saturday night I came down with a little bit of a stomach bug. So I watched two, two of them Saturday night and almost watched the third, but then fell asleep at like nine 30 cause I was dying. Uh, yeah. Um, I got back on the Yellowstone kick. Just finished all of season two. I'm on season three now. That has gotten better. Still a little, not the greatest show Let, in the world, but I like it. It's a good plot.
1: You know what? Yellowstone, I will. I haven't watched it. I bet it's fine. I bet it's good. But it's the ultimate, this is the best show ever for two empty nester parents. Yes. It's two mom and, it's such a mom and dad show. Living in the old days, you it's know, people a, their age. You're nobody. 50 years old. Watch it. Enjoy it. Have fun. Fine.
0: And you know what's funny about Yellowstone is so I'm pretty sure they have plans to do like two or three more seasons and they've already had two spinoff shows be released. Like they haven't even, they haven't even, they, their first spinoff show came out after the third season. Like Are they on AMC? No, they're on uh, Peacock huh. and Paramount. And, and pa- Paramount Paramount Plus like has the rights, but Peacock is able to keep the first like Yellowstone and then Paramount, I believe, has I think the shows are 1923 and 19, 1879 kind of fusing, or something like that.
1: confusing, but besides Yeah,
0: it's weird. It's like the first adaptation is them getting the Yellowstone, and then the second one is when they first set up their ranch, and like they're having multiple seasons. I don't know. Like it's probably the quickest pumped out expanded universe I've ever seen. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I just also rewatched the Batman with Rob I, Pat.
1: I really got to rewatch that.
0: Yeah, I was just feeling it. It was like 7 o'clock, ate dinner, had nothing going on, and I was like, yeah, let's put on the Batman.
1: I love that for you. Um,
0: Thanks. What about you? What have you been watching?
1: Yeah, so, Lily uh, really forced my hand on this one, and I'm, I'm not mad about it, um, but Showtime, um, it was an Emmy-nominated show last year. Season 2's coming out on the 24th, but that would be Yellow Jackets.
0: I'm gonna need the user and pass from you. Old um, buddy, old pal.
1: Not mine. Um, Gonna need you to steal
0: that, old buddy, old pal.
1: You can find someone. Uh, you have, like, three of mine. You can find one. Um.
0: We're supposed to be co-anchors called... You are the Regis to my Kelly. I'm the Kelly to your to your Michael Strahan. The, the worst
1: that you- e- the worst ever was when like you asked me for my Apple TV password. Finally gave it to you, oh and then like three God. weeks later you asked for it again. I was like, Hunter, what the fuck do you need? He goes, like, I need me it for. Out, and then- no, 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 bullshit! You said I need it for the TV in my bedroom. I go, fuck I got you. It. Multiple screens,
0: multiple screens. I know,
1: it's, it's just an, it's just, and I wow. gotta give you the pat, whatever. Um, so. <laughs> yellow jackets on Showtime um, it is about a girls high school soccer team who's playing crashes and they have to survive in the woods for I believe it's 18 months um, you get you get crash life you get post crash life um,
0: building building the settlement finding your
1: routines no you get you get adult them you know you get both at the same time um, it's like lost very much like lost um, but all girls um, so, it, kind of ha- party. it has that, um, sort of mysterious feel about loss. Like, what's really going on here in the mm-hmm. woods? This isn't normal. This is odd. This is interesting behavior. Um, but I've really liked it. I really, really enjoyed the first season. It was, like, awfully disturbing. Like, made my sure. stomach hurt a lot. Like, it sure, it really stuck with me. And it's the type like of they're,
0: they're surviving. Like, they didn't just run into, like, canned beans in an old shack. I mean, they're eating Bethany's leg.
1: You get, um, it sticks with you. And it's yeah. also like, there's something creepy. Why? There's some creepy shit going on. Um, That's the type of stuff Lily really likes. It's not like
0: paranormal, uh, is it? Like, it's not like there's, there's demons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. No spoilers. I mean, no, we're, we're, it,
1: it, it pushes. It's just like lost in that nature where it's like, there's mm-hmm. so much, something maybe more is, hallucinating. Oh, something okay. bigger is going on. Why, okay. why is that? What is that? Why was that here before? Right. Right. Um, why did that animal do that? Why is that person acting like that? Okay. But it's still grounded. It's very grounded in reality. Yeah, okay, um, cool, cool. But I liked it, so I'm going to watch this scene too. I recommend it for you. Nice. Um, not my favorite show ever, but it was, it was a sure. buy. That's uh, um, good. So that took up, that was, you know, that was a binge. That was a season. It was a chunk. Binge. Chunk your time. Um, so other than that, I, uh, I finally you got to- You did watch st- All
0: Quiet on the Western Front. You did that?
1: I did. I got to start, I started Full Swing. On Netflix, the nice. PT, the golf Oh yeah, I started to survive the new season. Um, as well. I got to work on both of those, and then um, I've been watching Chef's Table pizza on Netflix. Okay, um, that's pretty good. And then haven't watched Poker Face in a while because of mm. Yellow Jackets, but I'll get back on that. And then mm. keeping up with the rest of the development, but I have seven days, which mm. is kind of sad. But I think I just finished the first season.
0: Nice, George Michael.
1: Yeah, George, young Michael. Young Sarah, Michael Sarah. He's everything.
0: He's great. He's he's he is the heart. He's the songbird of his generation. He's he's, he's, just he's rocking, my tween heartthrob.
1: He's just rocking the Bluth uh, banana stand. Love he's his just cousin.
0: He's the definition of that awkward preteen going through hormones, post teen, right. that's still a little
1: awkward kind of guy. He's the best. Yeah. Young Michael Sarah. Yeah, young Michael Sarah. Um oh Mandalorian, Last of Us. Yeah,
0: right. Bad Batch. Last of Us, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Life's been a lot cool. of new
0: shows coming out soon. I mean, the next yeah. month and a half, we're
1: going to get a lot of releases. Lasso, Succession, Barry. Barry's coming up. hmm. Things are heat. Oh, Yellow Jackets.
0: Yellow Jackets. Oh, the new season's going to drop?
1: Yeah, the 25th. Is that season two? Yeah. Cool. It's catching cool. a lot of buzz. Good. <laughs> hmm. B, ah. did you catch got that? It, got it, got it. A- <laughs> oh. I will say also something they did well, it's one of those, um, they played the long con. They didn't sell all their cards on season one.
0: Good, good. I like that. Yeah, because then it's, you. Can, I feel like the best TV shows can drag out one plot for a couple seasons. Because that's what keeps you invested, right? If it's a new season, a new storyline every time, you just know it's going to get resolved by the end, you know? So I think it takes away a little bit of that suspense.
1: Yeah, like going into it, you're like, I think I might get to when they get saved. Like, you think you might make it all the way. Right, you th-
0: you think you're four episodes in and it's going to happen. It's like White Walkers in Game of Thrones, right? It's like you're, you're expecting them at the end of Season 2 and they didn't come till Season 7.
1: Mm-hmm. And then last thing about Yellow Jackets, it's, it's all on my mind. I mean, I would like for you to watch uh, Password, obviously, pending. Um, when they go to, like, present day, they only follow four Of the girls who crashed.
0: Makes you think everyone else died.
1: And like I'll say like there's probably like 25, 30, whatever. But you're like maybe everyone died. But like I also think people survived and they're just not letting us know everyone who survived. Yeah. So you have to go the whole season. Yeah. Being like if I don't see them die they're not. Like I I don't know. So I thought that was another cool little keep me in. For sure. Um, I like that. That is it. Though, so thank you for tuning in thanks to Blake for coming yep. on yeah William Blake um and since wednesday will be women's um suffrage day women's history day um i got a quote from a woman okay um i i looked up quotes about women it, i just doing <laughs> uh that's that's amy Poehler. let me mm. Can mm-hmm. we can
0: we get a little more famous?
1: Like I want Maya Angelou. Um, when women take care of their health, they become their best friend. That that works well, for everyone, Maya.
0: It does. It does. Yeah. Take no, care of that, your body. All encompassing. I would say that quote is you can you can relate to that on many different levels. Um. Yep. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, William Blake, for coming on. Such a pleasure to have you on. First William time. Blake. Uh, William Blake. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, The Last of Us, Mandalorian, and everything else in between. We thank you, Hollywood. You corporate bastards. Um, I'm also watching South Park as well. That's that's yeah, yeah. new episodes every Wednesday or Thursday. Um I have Kyle a feeling Hollywood. Yeah, I have a it, today's Monday, obviously, and I have a feeling on Wednesday Rachel's gonna text me and say, Thanks for wishing me happy Women's Day. I just have a feeling that's gonna happen because I forgot. Just a feeling that's gonna happen. Um, thank you, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Hopefully, Dan's in his new studio. Hunter's still kicking over here, the consumer. Um, and as always,
1: you can't eat your pudding. Unless ya you eat your meat. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, William Blake.